dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Uh, for those of you joining us on Twitch, it was like eight minutes ago. Yeah. For those of you joining us elsewhere, it's like a week ago. Um, <laughs> you see. Um, today's episode uh, is brought to my Christmas present. Yes. Um, Mob Craft, craft beer out of uh, Milwaukee. I have 24 random beers in a box. I walked over and grabbed a couple. Um, finishing up uh, Belgian Quad. And my other ones, I grabbed a random too legit to wit. It's a unfiltered Belgian style uh, wit. Uh, it, I have fish fry rye, which sounds really great. Uh, lager with caraway seeds. I'm gonna go caraway on your ass. <laughs> so and uh, Milwaukee white chocolate milk stout. Oh, that sounds uh, nice. white chocolate yeah, vanilla cocoa nibs really and lactose. <laughs> um oh it's got it's got michigan on it so you know it's a badass so um we'll, we'll see how much more i drink but i think that's uh that's a good st- oh damn during our our christmas party here that i had a really shitty time at yeah i had lobsters and tacos oh which it said on it contains no lobsters or tacos which is good because i'm allergic to shellfish but right. it was actually a really tacos. good beer hmm. tacos may have made a nice addition but like uh <laughs> chocolate stout or something like that it so, might have so mike what do you uh or so david what are yeah you let's go with me because we know i'm actually drinking um so i have an untitled art ice cream waffle pastry stout which i'm drinking right now and it's delicious then i have a sponsor yeah uh mr michael benson there nice. from dewclaw brewing the pastryarchy <laughs> irish blood burts out and i can't wait to try good. that destroy uh, that please absolutely and then i I'm also sponsored by Nick's mom. I have a Mobcraft beer, Limonita Love, which is ale with lemon and lactose. So excited to try that too. Mike, I know what you have, but tell everybody. I mean, I'm still on the, almost out of in this bottle, the City of Portage tap water. And that's pretty much it with, you know, I don't think I'm going to have any more popsicles tonight, but there might be, you know, occasional escapes from the uh camera view when yeah other business that's all right and joe mike has a medical procedure tomorrow so sometimes he has to run away literally friday no oh, fair enough sorry no, friday and uh say back again from uh for for another episode he was brave enough to come back so we're doing something right uh mr joe what are you uh what are you drinking uh, and I got another one that's another flavor in there that I might pop open in a minute. But right now I've got just a KBS espresso, just, yeah. just so. Yeah, I, say, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't. It wasn't. You know, I just I like KBS as a self. Yeah, you do. And it's mm-hmm. weird. Like I love coffee in my beer, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, espresso was just a little different for me. We went to uh, so Grand Rapids Brewing. Too coffee. It was like. Remember going to what was it, the Hager or whatever? Oh yeah, that was way too coffee. Time and oh yeah, it was more like <clears throat> me there. licking coffee grounds. Yeah. And then... I like that bean flicker from Odd Sides. That's, oh, that's uh, good too. Yeah. Really, really good coffee level. Yeah, we went to uh, great. 
Grand Rapids Brewing after the drive game that yep. we trooped at. And, you know, my wife won a mug club there. Yep. So I'm like, you like the Polar Espresso? And she's like, what? I'm like, the Polar Espresso, you like it? She goes, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm absolutely positive. So they bring it to her and, you know, it's, it's dark. And she goes, I don't, and she tastes it and she goes, oh, yeah, I like this. Right. So <laughs> it tastes exactly like coffee. It does. So it's very little like beer. Mr. Joe, um, you and I both live in Ottawa County. We, in this past, oh gosh, week or two, have had a shit show happen. Why don't you kind of walk us through a little bit about what's going on? Yeah, and I mean, there's so many so many little facets, so many little angles, but the, the long and the short of it is, uh, the county itself has been abandoned by both parties politically for a very long time. The Democrats didn't want to invest anywhere on this side of Lansing, and the Republicans saw us as an opportunity to be a money person, not much else. So there's no real on-the-ground organizing that's ever happened here over the last few decades, and that was a ripe opportunity uh, for the far-right MAGA faction of the Republicans to kind of sweep a takeover in the primary uh, of last year, and uh, that led to them winning the general because that's generally what happens here. And there was no kind of event to wake up the population to realize this could be a serious risk um, to taxpayer money specifically, but you know, also to our reputation nationally. And those were things that I talked about when I was campaigning myself. But uh, to be honest, the um, just a single seat on that board isn't going to change anything. So we really needed an event to wake up the community to what these folks are are all about and how much damage they can do, not just to our um, county, but like, uh, frankly, to our regional economy. And so like, they got elected, they got swept into office, and they were very, very comfortable, and they were very cocky. And, um, you know, depending on who you ask, if you ask me, I think they overplayed their hand, they did all the things that they were planning on doing, and they did them as brazenly and as horrifically and as quickly as possible. Um, and it's had ramifications that they couldn't have anticipated and ramifications that I kind of anticipated, but the degree is just beyond the scale that I could have thought. And at this point, um, I can I can tell you for certain that this is national news. And if people across the country haven't read it yet, I've already seen reporters talk to reporters uh, in national outlets that are going to be publishing some pretty serious stories on this. And, and so like the people that you're talking what are they i can't even think of their name i'm going along ottawa way. impact ottawa impact right oh. and uh you know they they gosh just as much as they wear their mega hats they wear their ottawa impact shirt and uh it's funny so my daughter i have a seven-year-old goes to jenison el puente which is actually a very diverse school and, and it's funny because i Spanish immersion. right but we all know how much i love to wear like rainbow stuff in yeah. general but i'm not a like, as much as I'm a people person, don't come up and talk to me about your political stuff because I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't care if you support me or if you're like, if you're with me or against me, I don't really care. Like you can come feel comfortable, but like, I, again, just come say, hi, my name is this, or, Hey, that's a fun hat. Don't be like, Oh, Hey, what about those people? I'm like, dude, Nope. We're going to take it down here. First of all, I'm Nick. <laughs> very nice to meet you. Now we'll talk. Right. But like, but is it very nice to meet you? No, usually it's not. Okay, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm having fun. I think it's a great, right. But so um you know so i'm both sides but like i will tell you right like when there's an there's an old lady that comes and picks up her grandkid i assume and is wearing an auto impact shirt and stuff like that so i will go stand literally just be like all rainbowed out like i i remember the next day like i'll, I'll wear like my you're dick. you're a dick just like me dude like i, I wear the rainbow hat yep. I, I put my rainbow backpack on which i don't even need a back it's bowling shoes it's all that's in there I put my bracelet on and i just stand there and i'm like 
So, and you know that she is so fucking uncomfortable, right? Because, but the worst thing is, is all I'm going to do is just be like, "Hey, I'm Nick. I have nothing to say. Like, I need anything else, right?" But if you're gonna, if you're gonna put your stuff out there, I'm gonna let you know where I stand on this. So, right. I, I have this question for Joe. Um, I felt when Roe versus Wade got overturned, it was. I mean, it's a bad thing, but I think it was a wake up call for a lot of people to say, "Okay." the crazy people are taking over and we kind of need to stop that. And then we have this election in Ottawa County where, like you said, if you had gotten elected in, it still would have been a, a, a shit show because there are so many crazy idiots that got elected in <clears throat> was what happened in Ottawa. Will it ultimately be a good thing? Cause it's going to wake enough people up to say, this is bullshit. We can't continue to go this way or, are they going to do so much damage in the next two, four years that it's going to be hard to come back? So, uh, yeah, and I guess there's two questions there because the we haven't really established the damage they've already caused yet. So I want to mm -hmm. talk about that and talk about that in a second. But we're talking we're talking about a hypothetical world that doesn't exist uh, because of stuff in the past that has happened uh, that's locked that out, and then the world that we're in now. Hypothetically, if Ottawa Impact wasn't able to take control of this board, and we had the Republicans that were the incumbents there, um, you know, nominally centrist, but these are pretty right leaning when you look at the rest of the country. If they were still in control of that board. Um, it, it's not like from a policy perspective, things would be super drastically uh, uh, different today. Maybe down the road, that's going to change. But but they're they're at least having interactions with people and talking to everybody. And they're part, in, in for better or for worse, being part of the political establishment at the local level in West Michigan. And this is kind of something you only know if you've been immersed in it. Um, means that you're both insulated from national level politics for structural reasons, like the city council in Holland, and until now the uh, the city or the council, the, the the county commission, the board of commissioners, they had a policy of not talking about issues that they didn't have purview over. So if they didn't, if it wasn't under their discretion, they wouldn't talk mm. about it. And so national level politics were kind of locked outside of the discussions. It meant they got a lot of stuff done locally. And, you know, frankly, that's kind of what a lot of a lot of what Ottawa Impact is upset about. Uh, when it comes to the damage they've done already today, um, it's you know pretty straightforward damage. It's them canceling contracts of competent civil servants that were the guy in charge of administering the, the county in a nonpartisan way. Um, a thoroughly vetted man uh, had a two hundred thousand plus uh, dollar a year contract. Instantly canceled that contract meant that it had to get paid out to him, and then they offered the new one to John Gibbs, who isn't just a political appointee. He was. Um, either calculated to try to um, make the liberals really upset, which didn't really work. Um, the general voter in Ottawa County is upset about the wasted tax money, but the liberals aren't upset about like some sort of liberal conservative tiff. Um, or more likely, um, and this kind of drifts into the grift, uh, you look at Byron Center and their county commissioner is Matt Tallman, Matt Kalman mm -hmm. rather. Um, so that's that's John Gibbs's county commissioner in Kent County. Matt Coleman's brother is Joel Coleman. Joel Coleman is Joe Moss's business partner. Joe Moss is in charge of Ottawa Impact and the uh, chair of the Ottawa County Board of Commissioners. And the law firm that they hired is Joel and Matt Coleman's 
uncles slash and their cousins uh, law firm there. So, I mean, it's all one really, really, really easy, obvious nepotistic grift, um, but it's going to take some time to uh, unpack the details in ways that make sure that if there's um, legal ramifications, that those are faced in an adequate and a meaningful manner that brings those folks to justice. And, uh, you know, to be frankly, uh, the best description I've heard about this entire situation um, from somebody, uh, a good friend of mine said that this very much reminds them of the political mirror of the plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer in terms of the lack of competency and the brazenness. So, I mean, the, and to put long story short, these guys cost us already over a million bucks, um, yeah. hands down. They, they changed the motto and they have to change it in all the road signs. That's half a million dollars. Well, and I definitely want to get into the financial thing because we are a financial podcast. Yeah, that's right. But I guess my my first question is, is it legal for Gibbs to be appointed to the position he's been appointed to considering he lives in Kent County, not Ottawa County? So this is actually not uncommon, right? And okay. honestly, as a taxpayer, I want my money going to the most competent civil servant administrator that's going to be able to um, run the county in the best way possible. And sometimes they are going to come from the neighboring county. Okay. That's, that's not the issue with Gibbs. The issue with Gibbs and you know, primarily my issue with him it's not just personal. It's it's bigger than that. This guy is a, a rank misogynist, right? This for for a lot of reasons, this guy didn't get elected. But it's inarguable that one of the reasons he didn't get elected was because in college he took a lot of time and a lot of effort writing um, writing these papers, these blog posts about how uh, giving women the right to vote is the biggest disaster in American history, and that women shouldn't be allowed to enter the workforce. Right. Um, you know, I say I want to kind of for our viewers, and I know they're gonna hopefully it gets national and does this thing, but I want to kind of walk back years ago, I guess yeah. when I was a younger kid. Okay, so Holland has numbers, right? So like 16th Street, 17th, and all that. So what I remember back then, right? Like that was the ghetto of Holland back then, right? I mean, crime was happening, things were going bad, and then I, like over the years, like Holland's been a very accepting community people and people have come in i mean this whole area has changed to to get and grow to where where they where they became right i mean you have you know you have more uh you know people coming into gentex right which is a very cultured area um i worked there for years um and, and so just it really this this area changed over time and now all of a sudden we have this guy that comes in who stands against everything that Holland has worked years to become. And my fear is that it's just going to go back to, you know, people that are completely the opposite, right? <laughs> like, well, I mean, we're going back to the fifties yeah. in a lot of ways. That's not, that's not a bad misnomer. I, I do want to jump in and, and, and address this because there's some nuanced strategy that happened on the side of Ottawa impact over the summer during the primary specifically, but also into the general and this is also a weak spot that they have now. And I'm glad some, I'm, I'm glad, I think it was Nick that brought up uh, Prop 3 and uh, the abortion discussion, because what Joe Moss and his acolytes did was they went to all the church groups across the region and they had conversations with them saying, oh my God, isn't it awful what the county commission is doing on the issue of abortion? We're never going to do anything like that. Now, they, they did this in Catholic churches. They did this in Christian Reformed churches. But what they didn't say is, oh, by the way, our primary vessel for organizing is Lighthouse Baptist Church, where the pastor thinks that Catholics are absolute demons. So what 
so there's two sides of that coin. The easy side is that abortion is not going to be on the ballot um, if there's a special election because there's a recall of any of these folks. And I can tell you that my district is the one that is most likely to uh, draw a recall just because of the numbers. Um, but Joe might be facing one from a Republican, who knows? Um, and the in a general election as well, you know, um, there's not going to be abortion question on the ballot. So they're not going to be able to unify around that flag. Moreover, like, I mean, there's going to be serious conversations that are going to be had with the, like the conference of bishops um, and the chamber of commerce about, you know, the very thing that Nick said, again, um, this is something that we spend a lot of time as a community working on being able to, and this is a balance and people don't understand this, but we've maintained our reputation for fiscal conservatism and overall cultural conservatism, but we've been fighting internally like mad to make sure that doesn't come across as being racist like the rest of the whack job Republicans. And I mentioned this the last time I was here, but Ottawa County jumped 12 points from 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 away from Donald Trump between 2016 and 2020, because we don't want that brand of conservatism representing us as a whole. And that's unified left, right and center, except for the far right whack jobs that have kind of coalesced power at the county commission level. But I don't think that that's a, a, a tenable um, a coalition on there. And I think the Catholics and I know as someone who was raised Catholic would be very upset to know that they were sold a bill of goods by people who think theologically they are going to burn in hell. Right. And I say, I think there's three of us that were raised Catholic on this, on this <laughs> podcast. So um, I think you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> even though my father was a Jew, my mother was a Catholic. Right. I say, um, you know, and, and, and to me, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm drawing blank. I just texted my wife. She didn't answer. Mm -hmm. Um, like one of the first things that they did when all of this happened, so like it happened in a day, right? So like yeah. they fire a guy, they hire a guy, they, and then they come in and they get rid of, and I don't know the words, forgive me, you guys will know, but they, they got rid of, I'll call it the, the um, LGBTQ, but, but out, it, it, out of inclusive, the auto inclusive yeah. like part. So like to, to make it so that way there's an inclusive aspect. And one thing I absolutely love for, and I I'm kind of following some companies and it's not that I'm, I'm not the kind of person that will support just because you're this person. I just won't support because you're this person, right? Like I don't go, yep. but um, you know, like Gentex came out and was like, Hey, no, like we want diversity. We want people to want to fit comfortable here. We like, we don't care who you are. I mean, granted they just want employees, but like Gentex is a horrible fucking company, <laughs> but um, right. Like, but like I will say like in, in the small companies as well, like, and one thing we all are fucking beer drinkers here. One thing we, we are, all yeah. agree upon is we make fun of all of the conservatives that go drink craft beer because we don't know a single craft brewery that doesn't fly a rainbow flag and doesn't talk about, Hey, we don't care what color your skin is because our beer is a different fucking color and you drink it. Right. So not only uh, that, but I mean, you and I are fiscally conservative very much, but socially social. liberal very much. Mike is the same. And I, I would assume Joe is probably in that realm. Am I wrong? I don't like seeing tax dollars get lit in a furnace. It, it like visceral you, feeling pisses you me off. Two hundred grand, oh, and it's only been what six months, maybe. Like, so I, I'm gonna say this. I, I work for been two weeks. Oh, so it's per year. He gets two hundred grand a year. Yeah. Oh shit. I, I work, damn. I work for a company. <laughs> I wish I was that guy for two seconds. Just. I, I work for a company that has merged with another company. Yeah. And we are the largest employer in Michigan. Okay. And. <laughs> 
we have to change all of the fucking signage from the two companies to this one new name. New name that most people don't like. No, nobody okay. likes it. But uh, it's, it's terrible. Person. It's really bad. It's awful. Everybody knows this. So it's a horrible <laughs> name. It's a it's twat face. <laughs> I, I think it was cornhole, but I, I didn't say that out loud. Anyways, um nobody likes this name. I mean, they like the name. And and I said at one point to people I work with, I'm like, why didn't they ask employees? And they go, Well, they did, and they still came up with this. And I went. That's a horrible name. Yeah. Oh. And, you know, at the end of the day, you, you look at some of these things and you're like, all right, well, I guess that, you know, you can go forward with this horrible name. That That's fine. But, but again, I mean, you know, at the, the end of the day, the, the name doesn't mean anything. It's, it's what are you getting out of the company? And we still offer, you know, good services i will say i mean other than the when you switch a plan at the beginning of the year they terminate their employees because i didn't have coverage for oh wow eight days this month oh yeah they turned me because my wife called to get scheduled a surgery consult and they went you have no insurance and then I have therapy on Monday, and she goes, you have no insurance. So you wouldn't have therapy until Wednesday, okay? And um, I will say right now they knew about it last week, and they didn't tell anybody. Oh. So you just wrap yourself in bubble wrap, or what do you do for eight days? Uh, well, I mean, they'll retro it back, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't help anybody that is counting on that insurance to feel like they actually have it. Yeah, and you got the wrong coder, you got the wrong doctor at the office, and then suddenly that's denied procedure, you know, then you're cascading types of health stuff. That's that's awful. But well, I you bet- know, and like my wife needs surgery because she's got a, a lipoma that needs to come out. I have a spot in my lung that needs to have a CT. I can't get a consult for a CT because I have no fucking insurance. Just pay for it. Pay for it, my ass. It's their job. They'll pay you back. Okay. They pulled my premium out. They need to take care of that shit. They pulled your premium. Jesus. They pulled my premium wow. out while they canceled my insurance. That's ballsy. <laughs> That's so ballsy. Like, right. It's a, uh, I'll get off on my soapbox yeah. here, but I'm a little bit on my soapbox. So um, I just wrote down because that's that's a huge question for me. All right, Joe, what can what can we do? A, as people, B, the government. Okay, so, um, and I mean, the government, I guess there's different levels. Uh, like with the people, I think that the things, uh, the, the balls are moving. We got to like keep, keep uh, being aware of them and, and uh, realize that they're that, that the, the gears are starting to turn. Um, folks are getting turned on uh, to knowing that they need to understand what's going on at their county level government at a minimum, and then also at the school board level. So people are people are understanding how important these local level government things are. And uh, one of the things that's fortunate about Ottawa County, um, and it's not, be, it's not because I've lived here, but it, it helps. Um, is that we have a high, high degree of competency at the su- the supporter and the volunteer level uh, when it comes to doing things like knocking on doors, making phone calls, um, and gathering petition signatures. I can tell you as probably the best petition uh, circulating, or I'm sorry, the best petition um, circulation strategist in the state that like a recall petition uh, for a local elected official is extraordinarily difficult lift. You know, if, if I wanted to uh, try a recall in my district or any of the districts over here, the state law says you need to get 
25% uh, signatures equal to 25% of the vote to the, the governor's race in your district. So here, um, that would be roughly uh, 3,500 signatures to make sure that your validity rate holds and you get enough. Uh, I mean, what does that mean? I mean, that's that's a pretty difficult lift. I don't think folks have gone out and get, a lot of folks have gone out and gotten 3,500 signatures. I know one person that did that in nine weeks. You have six weeks to get your total signatures. And the thing about that is they have to come from voters in the district and kind of as like, I guess, a yardstick on that. When I ran, I got very close to, it was a very close race. Um, there were just under 10,000 votes in our in our race, and I got just over 4,000 of them. So we're looking at getting more than three quarters of the amount of people that voted for me in an election to sign a dotted on the dotted line saying we want to recall this this politician. Gotcha. Um, so it popped up on my Reddit because David made me get Reddit. I did. Um, you get it. Ottawa County Which hires Ottawa County hires law firm sought to void nope. 2020 election. Um, Bridge, Michigan. I didn't get to read anything into it, but I, I guess, sorry, I thought it was going to be the election that just happened. So that's no, uh, no they hired an attorney's no. office that thought the 2020 election was stolen. Yeah. And which, that's that just means I, we have four people here. Nick, was the 2020 election stolen? No. Mike, was the 2020 election stolen? No. I say no. Joe? No, it was based. Right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Because I follow Joe on, on Twitter, I saw you you had replied to a man named Curtis Michael. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, this, yeah, this guy. <laughs> Who was going after you. And, I, I mean, I, I've gotten a lot of questions for Joe, but I want to start with this fucking guy. Please. And uh, you want to talk for a second about this idiot? I mean, just some random, random idiot. I mean, like, the, the, like I guess this speaks to a larger problem of supporter level messaging control, okay. uh, especially with the the far right. Um, what this guy's trying to do is, um, like, you know, modern day web sleuthing opposition research. And uh, the funny thing is, his goal if you if you couldn't get him to say it, but his overall goal is to try to can cancel me. Now, uh, my cl my clients think like this is hilarious because my clients a lot of them do opposition real uh, research for real. Uh, so that's what he's attempting to do here. And, uh, you know, you, you see that those kinds of interactions in certain ways. And I think it's kind of funny that we started off uh, before we went on the air talking about sports, because for a lot of these folks, that's the level of interaction. You can see a lot of mirror in the trash talk between, uh, like, you know, even us here when we're bantering back and forth about, you know, and, and for real, though, the Lions next year's our year. But, like, the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, but like it doesn't. But we don't have to. We don't have to engage, and we can. We can like seriously nuke each other back and forth on that without hurting our feelings. That's the level that most of these folks are engaging in this stuff at because it doesn't impact them directly. That's why a message about like why Auto Impact is burning hundreds of thousands of tax dollars in a furnace actually has a real impact that they're not able to anticipate because they're viewing this as a sports contest where people are scoring points based on slamming each other, and we're talking about real money. And the second it becomes real for everybody at that level, it, it starts changing. So when we talk about this Curtis guy, he's, I don't know, he's trying to hurt my feelings, he's trying to get me fired, he's trying to get people to um, come knock on my door, you know, I mean, you know, it's right there, come at me, bro. But I'll be like, right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, his general thing is he wants some sort of harm to come to me. And the that's, thing, yeah. That's the important sad. Thing, like, 
that I, it's important thing that is I show them that I'm not afraid and that's it. Yep. And, and okay. So like on two notes of that, like, it sounds really stupid because you know, I'm a hothead and you know that I really same like, but the difference is, is like, okay. So my wife thought it was great that I no longer have a job. Okay. She also realized that that was the stupidest thing I could ever do because I mean, if I go to jail for punching somebody in the mouth for opening their mouth, like right. I a have enough money to get myself out and b like, he doesn't give two shits. Like, you know, so, and, and these people, these people are at this point of like, you know, they'll, they'll go online and it's like, well, you can be a key and keyboard warriors. They bother me, but they don't because I'll never see them in life. If you say it's my face, like there's a whole different thing. Like, again, if that well, guy showed up to you, if that guy showed up to your house, there's a whole different thing, right? Like now we have a full different problem. And, and the difference is, is like between all of us, right? Like we don't, we're not going to sit here and talk about death in the aspect, but like, I'm going to handle the situation the way so, I see that it needs to be handled. Right? So like you, you came to me for a fight. I didn't come to you. I posted my opinions. You were opposite of my opinion. You fought the fight, right? Like, so our all time favorite guest. Yes. Do you know who it is? All time favorite. Uh, Mike. Mike. Who is our all-time favorite guest? I was going to say Mike's Steve. our favorite guest. Huh? Hendy is our all-time favorite guest. So him and I are talking one day, and I'm like, you know, unfortunately, politics have turned into football. Yeah. Yeah. And it stopped being about what is best for everybody, and it turned into, I just want to kick your ass. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's where we are with politics I just now. want to win. It's. I, I don't care what the cost is. I just want to win. Well, and then it's funny because I said that analogy the other day. I was like, honestly, I feel like politics is roulette. You have the green that just, they don't give two shits and like they just live their life. And you have red and black, right? Red and black are facing, you have 49% chance. Whether you, and, and you're just picking a side going, oh, I think this guy's going to win and I'm going to talk so much trash. And then, and then when you lose, like half of those people will be like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care that this person didn't win. But like, you know, it's just, it's the fun to like win. And when you win, you're like, yeah, we won. Good job for us. Um, like you and yeah, uh try to yeah, so it's it's called my wife just answered so diversity, equality, inclusive division, um, or office got clo- got closed down. It did. The right. uh it includes inclusivity. Well, you know, and, and the question is, will there be because of course I go to things I've dealt with in the last year. Yeah. So I went to Holland Pride. You and I both. We had a booth at Holland Pride yep. for breakroom therapy. Well, what will Holland Pride look like this year? Uh, I mean, um, Holland is Holland is fantastic city with a fantastic city government with people that is. want people to uh, feel welcome. I can say that. I can tell you that when it comes to the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, this office was mostly privately funded, so it's not like they're saving us any tax dollars by getting rid of it. So don't believe them for a second when they try to say that nonsense. The important thing to them was uh, setting a signal uh, that it's not okay for white politicians to try to make life easier for people who are marginalized because of race. That's that's the entire point of eliminating... Um, what I'm saying is eliminating the diversity department for the county. They yep. eliminated the diversity department for the county to send a message. Message, And I can tell you that that message is absolutely clearly received by their supporters. Because when we do talk about uh, the replies that I see online, the stupid threats and the bad, the bad campaign uh, research doesn't bother me that much. But knowing and getting reminded that my my neighbors, some of them are absolutely not and the vast majority of them are like the most wonderful people in the world. But some of these auto impact supporters hear the, the racist dog whistle clearly, and they're very, very happy to repeat the quiet part out loud. And I've seen comments online 
of a woman um, who I'm pretty sure works for the county uh, now, uh, you know, before Ottawa Impact took over, uh, say very clearly that she was happy that they're getting rid of the, the diversity department because that would clear up congestion on US 31. And that seems a little bit yeah. weird, but US 31 in Holland Township has some of the highest concentration of Asian and Latino Americans in the state of Michigan. I agree. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just a fact. It's a demographic. Right, fact. like, so out of the four of us that are on here right now, two of you motherfuckers are totally white. Okay? I'm half white. Yeah. I know Joe is Latino. My mom. No, yep. you're Latino. That's weird. I know. I think. I mean. I mean, statistically probable in this place. So. I think the important. <laughs> the, the important thing is that my grandmother never had wooden shoes when she was throwing them at me. Right. <laughs> I was say, oh. Mine totally threw shoes at me. Hundred yeah, percent. Don't even ask what the dude is. You know, it's fine. Right. It's it's say, the worst yeah. thing. That, the worst thing that happened in my life was Dollar Shandles from uh, Old Navy that just gave her more ammo. No, but, um, I know your grandma. She was yeah. awesome. She was. She was great. Um, but right, like I, I don't know. So my wife is very worked up, and I, I, I wish she would hop on the podcast and talk. But she, I do too. A person, um, because you guys would like talking to her way more than me. Um, because, uh, but I, you know, I, I look at this and, you know, to be able to, to be able to fire somebody within two weeks, that's and, and blow $200,000. Like I, you know, I, I would, I, I'm not happy to say how much I've blown at a casino, but like it's nowhere near 200 K just in a matter of two weeks. Right. Like I've purchased things that make me wealth. Oh, and you know, that equal that, but like, I don't understand how you're going to be a conservative, which means you can serve, right? Like, and you go and waste $200,000 because, oh, well, it was funded by this, right? Like that, that's the shit that gets Conservatives me. are not conservatives anymore. They're not anymore. And like, that's the weird thing to me. They well, just they, do crazy shit. Yeah. These guys did not campaign on fiscal conservatism. No. Like, so, and, they, uh, and they haven't, right? Like in, in years, but it's kind of weird, but like, and it's weird because they'll they'll support the Gen Texas who get free land of taxes and get tax deductions because they hire each employee. So the first thing McCarthy's house did yep. was try to repeal the IRS agents that were yep. funded. Yep. And mind you, these IRS agents are funded because in the next 10 years, 60,000 or some ungodly number are going to retire yep. so we need people to replace them yep and they need to get trained but according to mccarthy and his horde of idiots we don't need that anymore well saying that's and again tax dollars pay for the things we get so we we talk about gambling right and 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 Statistics is a, is, a, is, a, is a thing, right? Statistics is something that's out there. So if you have a thing that says, hey, at this point, people are retiring later in life because of this. It's not that, oh, hey, I know that Joe is retiring early. And so that means everybody else is financially smart and they're doing it. Like, no, the one guy out of the 60,000 is retiring early. The rest of them are probably actually going to work a little longer. So like move your statistics to be this thing. Understand that we're not sitting here planning, do a 10 year plan, but make it so that it's actually a smart 10 year plan. Right. Like, and 
I don't know. That, that's the kind of things that bother me about these people is they're, they're wasting so much money because again, we, you and I know what we could do with money to, to help. I mean, look at how much money they're going to change in fucking advertising for their stupid motto. Yeah. Again, I work for a company that changed their name. Stupid motto. And every time I, I go someplace, I go, Oh, that's got to change. I went to Ford airport to fly out for our crew. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a Spectrum Health. That shit's got to change because yep. it's not Spectrum Health anymore. Yep. Every time I look, we went, Don and I went to a chamber meeting at Grand Rapids Chamber. Yep. And there was a Spectrum Health thing. And I went, well, that's got to change. Yep. How much money are we spending on this? Well, I mean, but you, when you're merged, that's a thing that happens. Oh, but it's not okay. Your, but could they have given they it to you? Merge, right? Well, they didn't, right? They, like didn't merge, they decided we're going to change the motto, and it's weird. So, like, I, you know, and it's funny because Joe, I, I respect you for saying that it's not a personal thing, and I, I give you so much credit. But like, I, I find it a personal thing because I just can't stand Joe Gibbs and what he stands for oh God, like as awful. as a person right like so I give you respect for not for, for saying hey what I'm upset about is it's not a personal thing because like of it's funny because my my wife's like hey because she knows so you I, said Joe Gibbs but you meant I, do you meant John Gibbs, John Gibbs yeah, or bad. Joe Moss because yeah, 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 yeah. John Gibbs I do people I just like Joe and bashing on him but uh, <laughs> just put them together. Take them one person. Right, so, like John Gibbs, and and it's funny because my wife knows I, and you guys all know I vote Republican for some things. You do. There is people I actually support, and because you're a businessman. But she asked me, and she's like, and I was like, look, I tell you, guarantee, I'm not voting for that guy because I don't like what he stands for, and I don't like who he is yep. as a person. You like, I don't know. Every everybody knows we talk about it like. I'm an asshole. You're an asshole, but we're each other's asshole. We are each other's asshole. <laughs> I, mean, um, I mean, Dave would disagree with me on this, but I have voted for Fred Upton. In yeah, you know, I mean, he's barely re- he's barely Republican, even if he has Republicans. Fine. I mean, I don't vote for Upton because he's been in office since I was seven. Yeah, yeah but the yeah. next thing you're going to get, and and honestly, I've talked to Fred Upton. He's a nice man. Yeah, he's <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Say right, like him, I, him and I get along, but. At the end of the day, I'm not. Does he drink I'm, beer? I drink a beer with him. He, I would too. And that's it. Like, but if they drink a beer with you, we'll not vote for a fucking Republican. I don't care what they are. I don't vote for anybody else. I know that's weird. It's not weird. It's, it's fine. So like, is he easiest thing in the world not to trust Joe Moss because he always has a nine millimeter on his hip, and it's not because I'm afraid of guns. It's just I know that a man that carries a gun literally everywhere they go isn't going to go to a bar and have a good time. It's just not going to happen. Well, that's like. Okay, so I want because I, of my Republican side that I want to support. Um, right, you go to a bar and you carry a nine millimeter. You know why you're not having a good time because you can't legally drink with a fucking weapon you on your hip. No, like, okay, so you're not there to drink. You're nope. there for something else, right? Like, Correct. and that's the thing that gets me. Okay, and that's okay. So as a, what you it? and I are the most socially liberal people we know. Yes, we own. Between, we own many guns. Two, between the two of us, we own way more fucking guns than people care to admit that we actually own. <laughs> I got I got yelled at in 2020 because I bought a 22 rifle that holds like 30 fucking rounds. Right. So like we actually do. Like we're we're gun owners and we're but we are and we enjoy our guns. We're very responsible people. We are. <laughs> 
thunderstorm just happened folks <laughs> but right what i will say is is you know this guy he he's the kind of guy that makes you feel uncomfortable yeah. you don't want to drink around this guy you don't right. want to just have a good time because why you're constantly watching to see if his hand goes on his hip because you feel like you have to jump on him to stop him from being the guy right and none of us want to see that ever happen, right? I mean, and it's you just, and I have gone shooting together. 100%. Did you ever think I was going to go crazy and shoot like 50 people? Never, never once, right? No. Like, and but, but, but I will tell you, if it happened, you and I both know of the people that would be willing to take you down. Yeah. I would. Oh, totally. I would cry 100%. The fact yeah. that you did something to somebody else. Right? I would like, shoot the shit out of you. Exactly, right? But like, that's the thing that would happen. But because because we care about that aspect right because and it's funny because no matter if you and you've gone shooting with me i have and you've gone shooting me multiple times yep. and every time i start out when we go shooting i walk through everybody hey our hands are off the trigger unless we're ready to fire and i walk through every weapon that we have that we, we brought out i teach you how to load because i i don't care if you've gone with me 10 times we start out every time and i and they just go hey boys this is what we're doing before we go down range this and everybody's every, saying every gun is different exactly and everybody's on the same page of what yeah. we're doing how we're doing it when we're doing it and and so that way we don't have to worry about this aspect of things right like you because i'm a very if you ask my wife she'll tell you like and it's my wife's probably the one that makes me keep my i have trigger locks everything's in a bag and everything's in a safe so technically i have three things you are a seven-year-old she doesn't she does know okay my mom's okay. the only reason she knows i have guns in the house right but again yeah. you have a seven-year-old so you yeah. have to lock that shit up yeah it makes sense yeah but i have nobody right but even even when she's 20 i'll still have i'll still have trigger locks on them. if all she's the, there or if she's not all the guys <clears throat> no my trigger locks are not on before she was born i had i had trigger locks on I had them all in cases or in zip bags. Everything for me and is in the case. And in a everything safe. for me is loaded. Yeah, and everything. No, see, nothing's loaded. My no, ammo's in my loaded. My ammo's in a completely different space. But, but that's but, well, mine. Mine is because my wife is that much more. Yes. Hey, you need to be that much safe. And I and I promised her. My rule to be able to buy a shit ton of guns was I have to oblige by her rules. Correct. <laughs> so, um, and and so I'm okay with that. But, you know, and. Joe, I, I like what you say. I mean, this dude does carry it around every, yeah. and and you know what pisses me off is the only reason I want to get a CPL is so I can be the guy wearing the rainbow stuff going to the schools because you can't have a gun on your hip unless you have a CPL. But if you have a gun at school on you your, you can't hip, have it at school either way. No, you can. No, you cannot. If you have a CPL, you can. I have a CPL. You cannot have it yeah. at school. Yes, you can. No, you cannot. Uh, there's like it's it's a weird it's a weird loophole. Is that they yep. can't they they can't regulate it like they can't enforce. It's the dumbest thing. Like the school doesn't have the authority to enforce like checking. So, but it, but it, now if it's hidden, if it's hidden, if your shirt goes over top of it, whatever you then then you're you're failing what you are and you could have everything it's a felony at that point my right. shit's in my car but i'm saying like you can legally have it on you and that's because if you remember the diesel tech shit the guy that was just ape shit in granville um he he him and all the people showed up to the school with guns and stuff and i was like i'm gonna put all my rainbow stuff on and show up with my gun and go mine shinier like i we all know i have a couple very very shiny 45s <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. like not not but, to get off subject yeah, here. Sorry, have, have you ever stood behind an eighty year old woman? Fact, fact, I have that like Johnny Bench. 
<laughs> ready to catch her when yeah. she shot your 45 yes oh um, wow right. <laughs> I, I, I gotta i gotta inter- interrupt for a second yeah, I, don't, please, I, please, I, I, I i get on one level the chromed out 45 right like but like on the other end like that like a straight up matte black 1911 e full tongues like your full full uh it's funny oh, my 45 is 1911 oh man yeah Sorry. yeah no, it's a good pl- it's a it's a good platform for a handgun it's it's reliable yes. it's it's like the probably one of the most field tested sidearms in, in the history of uh, the united states so. but but <laughs> like about guns and it's just like obviously it's got a 45 acp um chamber it's got stopping right. power so you guys like if you're trying to stop each other because one of you is going ape shit i hope you have the 45 uh, I, I don't know how many i don't know how many rounds it's going to take with the 22s but it's, i mean at least you have 30 that's a little weird man <laughs> um but no like I said, hang on a minute the reason i'm minor shiny in 45 and all that yeah that's, that's the question that is the question sure two reasons one it's what the hell i want and number two it was on sale like crazy. MC Sports was going on a sale, so I, MC Sports was going on a business, so I ended up buying two of them. <laughs> so, um, so hang on a minute. So cheap. Joe's liberal, very, but he's talking about guns, yeah. and I thought that was illegal. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. No, it I mean, like illegal. I, I'm from a, a family of hunters. You know, my my grandpa died. My my grandpa's oldest went to his house to make sure he got the shotgun, so nobody else in the family got it um nope yeah i, I want to talk about grandpas for a minute no because yeah. my grandfather was antifa really uh, my, he landed on normandy oh shit yeah. and then i saw a true, video yesterday actually that would be antina okay he had to have gone and landed in uh across, italy i don't know. across uh africa into italy to be officially antifa okay well either way he landed on normandy and then I watched a video yesterday of Joe talking about his three favorite Antifa people, two of them being his grandfathers. Yeah, I think if you participated in the war effort at any level in World War II, you're an Antifa member. So oh, like, I would I would agree, yeah. Okay. But I did say killed literal Nazis. And now I want to yes. clarify that J.R. Tolkien Please do. Uh, did not kill like probably didn't probably maybe probably <laughs> didn't actually kill with like literal literal nazis he definitely killed proto-nazis in the Somme when he was fighting world war one world war def- one correct and he definitely yeah. murdered the shit out of some nazis with words that was a fact yes. that like absolutely happened i i was misspeaking uh when i misspoke i wasn't reading what i was reading i was trying to say my grandfather's killed nazis because my grandfather's killed yeah. nazis and i'm very proud of that fact he probably, uh, yeah, I he am too. Tolkien probably, like you said, helped ensure there were a, a, a few fewer Nazis. Yep, and because I mean, like, he killed the parents that could have, you know, the dads who could have read Nazis. Yeah, I will say that a lot of the stormtroopers from World War One end up becoming uh, members of the SA, the Brown Shirts, um, who were actually led by probably the first out, like the first known gay politician. Um, and uh, obviously, he was killed by Hitler uh, sooner or later. A uh, night along knives there, and uh, that's when they kind of Hitler split the SS off from the Brown Shirts. So, like, and those were the people. If Tolkien killed anybody, it was the the, the people that were going to later become the Brown Shirts and then the SS. Which, I mean, if you're going to go for Nazis like that, you're, you're bang for your buck. You might as well kill the ones that are going to become SS. I mean, we all can agree. Inglorious Bastards was a great movie. Oh my god! <laughs> <gosh. laughs> um, so, Joe, I my wife keeps wanting me. Okay, so I don't go because I know I'm a hothead. My, my wife wants me to keep going. Oh, uh, to to all of these 
board meetings and she wants me to go she wanted me to go monday i couldn't find out what the nine o'clock a.m was um is it something that that i need to go to we need to go to as people like what, what is your feeling upon this so i i think that there's a few different levels that you can participate and i think that if you're versed in social media i mean like if you guys came on here and like you streamed it on youtube like into your stream and you paused whenever you needed to rip somebody apart I think that would be pretty freaking cool. Not a lot of folks do that. It's a it's a difficult type of stream to pull off, but like it, like barring like mixing the brand in on it. Like if you want to show up, um, just getting the body in the room is a big support, and especially if you can have a couple like people walk up to you expecting you're going to be like some sort of arch conservative dude that's going to talk to them about how important their specific type of Jesus is. Yeah, I mean, look <laughs> at you, man. So, but like, yeah, like if you want to do that and like surprise a couple people, that's good. Like my. My feeling is keeping the folks that are saying the things that are mean on their heels is the most important important part. So, I mean, like, you know, I can go in there and be a firebrand like I was this past week, yeah. but that's, that's not always the correct tone. Sometimes there are other tones, tones that even I need to hit. So. See, and you're smarter than me because I don't know <laughs> how to do any other tone besides strict, I will tell you to go fuck yourself. I will call you straight out how it is and right like i i don't know any other way and i'm learning in my age that there's ways to talk to people i just i have to ask myself is it worth it to talk to people in a different way right um but you know i there, there's a couple of people again the people that walk up to me just because i'm wearing a hat they're like oh you should show up and i'm like and then all of a sudden they're like well uh ottawa impact they're very aggressive they'll they'll gather around your car and at that point right like Hey, if you want me there, I will be your bodyguard. Trust me, ain't nobody going to touch you in the parking lot because if they do, I have no problem being your bodyguard, right? Back up. You're going to back up and you're going to, I'm going to walk you straight to your car, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, he pushed me. Yes, I did. I'll say it on camera. I'll say it this way. Like, this is exactly what I did. This is how I did it. This is like, I, I, I will never perjure myself under oath. Right. And I will never be mad about the decisions I've made. Right. <laughs> because I think That's clearly, right. I think clearly when I do these types of things. So um, have you found that, that people will bully before, during, and after? I mean, so you... like, I, I have not seen that happen at the Ottawa County commission meetings. I have seen okay. bullying happen at these types of uh, things. And I've seen that, see it happen in um, different events when it, when it comes to like, um, you know, left, right politics. And I've seen it happen when it comes to um, not left, right, but local, like pretty intense local housing politics, like the bullying stuff happens. Yep. And I, I mean, I think that one of the reasons we all get along really well is because like um, at different levels for different reasons, whatever it is, we've had to bully bullies. You know, I've done it my entire life. I think it's fucking fun. I don't, right. I don't know why. Yeah, You and I, I, I love trolling. I can totally tell that about you. Uh, uh, I don't, um, like yeah. we, we, we pick fights just because, you know, we have nothing else to do on Tuesday. Yeah, my, yeah, that's right. My, my, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's like, just like gets so surprised when she hears me like make a political, like enter a political discussion or frame a political argument or see me write something like uh, my speech this past Tuesday, because she's just like, you just don't talk like that aggressive ever. And I'm, yeah, and I, I'm like, well, I, I mean, like, I was definitely a, a bigger kid. I was definitely bullied. But more importantly, I had, like, 14 uncles, right? So, like, I, I, it's just stupid. Like, like I, I don't know who they think they're coming in at that level. So, if, yeah. they're, if they are trying to do the bullying thing, like, there are places where that can work. And maybe Ottawa County was one of them for the primary for the Republicans. And that was definitely their tactic against the incumbent Republicans was to try to bully that. And I want to, sorry, I, I've taken a lot of I promise. I just want to tell one little anecdote about this. Please one of the Ottawa's. 
One of the Ottawa Impact people called me last week to apologize about the process after the meeting on Tuesday. And we don't got to we don't got to go out naming names. No, right? it's fine. Right, Keep them secret. That's fine. Yeah, and like we're gonna, we're gonna trust and verify and see how things are going. But like, you know, I'm like I I run this guy through the coals with absolutely everything. Hey, we were at we were at the speaking engagement. And you spoke there, and I spoke there. We didn't talk, but you talked to my girlfriend. What's up with that? And uh, he, he got on his. I was like, no, I actually I would have done the same thing. But right. but you know, I, I it, it's just like I'm like talking about um you know a, a few other things. One of the things is like, well, you know. Joe has me blocked on Twitter, um, which is like, whatever, I, I'm having fun with it. Um, but like, you know, you kind of have me blocked on Facebook right now. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, dude, like, I, like, I don't, I, like, it's not that I care, but like, it's a bad look. But when like, you're... yeah. And his explanation was that like, Joe, like you say things that are really forceful and sometimes it makes people not want to respond. And I'm like, well, I'm a jerk. And in my head, I'm like, that's the point. But I'm like, I'm a jerk. But like, more importantly, man, that that's, that's like, it, it's really, really hard for me to hear that coming from you because your entire organization got elected in the primary by deploying that as a specific targeted strategy against the incumbents. You guys were vicious. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm happy to say this, that, that like, the communications to the previous council are probably still available through the Freedom of Information Act, and those might come out, and some of them might come from Ottawa Impact people, and they might look really, really bad. Yeah. So, but, like, the reality is they they had a supporter-level messaging problem, or it was a strategy uh, where they sent their people to try to bully the existing, um, you know, commission members who, you know, Republican, Democrat, these guys were like, you know, essentially just pretty nice old dudes. Yeah. And that's, right? Like, it's, it's bad when you see that there's decent people still and, and, and they're just on the wrong team. Right. Yep. Um, and then they, and then they lose. Well, they lost because of it. So, let's see. So, um, some of the trolls, let's go there for a second. Us. No, not us. Like, way worse than us. Oh. So, some of the things I've seen recently. Um, on Twitter is Joe's from Oakland County. No shit. You gangster, you. Hell yeah. I lived yeah. in Oakland, California for two and a half years. Oh, Oakland, oh, California. That. <laughs> uh, I lived there. I was working on the housing crisis. Um, yeah. There's a crisis? Yeah, apparently there's a, 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 it's really, I mean, I can tell you that it's a surreal feeling paying 1725 for a 300 square foot apartment while going out to work trying to solve the housing crisis Which that's, seems a, that's to be a problem it feels like it, it feels like you're like you know running with the red queen behind you trying to chop your head you know you're going stay, staying as fast as you can just not get your head chopped off but you say so, what's the problem yeah. but you don't fucking charge so here, don't even start. that's my question joe could you have lived 30 miles away and it took you an hour to get to work but live for half the price no like it's just not like that in california in the bay area Oh, the Bay Area, God, yeah, like no. Bay Area is crazy. Yeah, but so is you what? once you get down to the San Diego area, it's pretty much just as bad. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 pretty much all of California. And I mean, like, yeah. you know, you got you got to understand that, like, the types of fights that we were actually getting in. I was going to places like Cupertino, where Apple is headquarters yeah. headquartered, and we're looking at average home of like two point two point four million dollars. And they're like, you're going to the city council meetings and they're, they're telling you that they can't build apartments next to the Apple headquarters because it'll lead to a prostitution problem. And you're, you're just like, you obviously know something is very fundamentally wrong with the local political scene at that level. But yeah, no, it's not, 
it's different than here. And even here, like if you move 30 miles out, maybe you can save it on rent, but then you're one car breakdown away from a financial nightmare. No, I get that. Well, and I don't don't know if we talk, like I'm a landlord, right? I've been for 14 years. Are you a property manager? Uh, In theory, yes. I manage my own properties. I own my own stuff. So it's a property manager. Property management's a legitimate job that people don't understand. So, yeah, I mean, no, like I, I used to actually, I just got fired. You uh, did two months ago, whatever. So I used to manage about 450 units. Holy shit. So, um, and then now Holy I just manage my own stuff. Um, it makes you pull your hair out. It makes you, I mean, right. Like I'm pretty sure I lost 10 years of my life. We did have a lot of fun conversations though. Some great ones. It's funny because you know, and it's all right. So, I know we're, we just sidetracked. Way to go, Joe. You just sidetracked. We're going to do that again, though. But, like, so I looked at my Facebook memories, and uh, my daughter had her first skating party a year ago or whatever for her school. Okay. And I posted, I was on a job site for that company. Yeah. And I said, man, this is the this is the tough part of being a landlord or being a manager is you have to go do the things, and you're going to miss out on your family. And, like, now looking back at it, I don't know why the fuck I did it. Right. Like right. I would always choose my family versus doing that. But like right. I was devoted to that sense because I thought that that would give me to the next level of different things. But, um, but you, thought it was, you thought it was a higher order of serving your family. Like, let's be very clear about that. Yeah, it was. Right? It, yeah. You thought you're next. You're doing a next level. Of my dad, my dad growing up, exact same thing. And like I saw this man beat the shit out of himself uh, over, you know, while we were on vacation over leaving the restaurant for a week, you know, <laughs> Same. Um, yeah, actually, I so oh, that's the thing that pissed me off. OK, so I worked on all of my vacations throughout this entire company. Yep. We went on the cruise. Yep. They didn't pay me for the week I went on my cruise because they said you used your vacation. And I said, I answered the fucking phone every single time you people needed me for all of the stuff, except for this week that I was out of the country. In theory, I took zero vacations. I answered emails. I did everything all the time. I can work from home, whether my home is here or whether it's in Florida or New York, or I was bowling nationals with my best friends doing whatever and still getting shit done. And like, so my response back was, it is what it is. That's fine. If that's how you're going to be, I'm okay with it. Right. Like, and that's just it. Right. Like, I don't care. Like, I, it's not about the money aspect. It's about the respect aspect to me. Right. Like, and you know, when we had our party, he's like, look, I know you don't need the money. I know you don't care about it. I know whatever, but like this is where I have to be. And I was like, we're on the same, we're on the same page. It's the rest of your company. is not the same. (laughs) Um, you know, and so, um, you know, and I, it, okay so like i tell you what that, that's my problem with liberals is the fact that i tell them i'm a landlord and i say rents aren't that high and stuff like that and i back my own bit and they just rip on it and i'm like you're not worth my time again i'm a liberal yeah but i like, understand where you're coming from. exactly but like you and i have had millions of people on facebook that will you can't deal with the fucking people the people on facebook it's jokes it's the jokes of the facebook no, I can tell. I can, tell I can tell you for. I can tell you that. Like, I understand housing, so I can approach it differently. Um, you know, like my my issue isn't ostensibly like against landlords. I think that's a fairly socialist position, being one hundred percent against. I will say anti-landlord stuff. I will. I will repeat anti-landlord slogans at times, um, just out of convenience. But uh, my problem is with landlords that show up to block additional housing, especially multifamily housing, especially apartments. Um, um if, but my uh, qu- okay. So God that's this could be a great conversation okay so what if you what if you know that the person that's building the housing owns around you and is literally known as the slumlord of the area why would you support them in getting additional housing 
okay, so the very first thing that I need to hear out of a landlord that's coming at me with this position is exactly where they think it's appropriate for housing to get built at that level and by whom. Like, show me a map. Like, show me a map where you think it's okay. And then we can talk about it. Because, like, I want to have everything out on the table, you know? So, okay, so, like, here, here's, okay, so here's the true, the true facts. Okay, so you, you're, how long have you, are you familiar with Wyoming? Yeah, I, I know Wyoming. Like, I, Studi- I've made video, I've made vid- yeah, so I know Studio Wyoming. 28? I know where, I know where that used to be. Okay, so that's now housing. Yep. Okay, so one of the biggest financial backers actually owns all the other eight units around one of my eight units. He literally is known to be a slumlord in a sense of things. He and the property manager, the owner, whatever. So why would, and the city hates him, but they've approved because they need more housing, right? So you've allowed a guy who is just hated and he's going to be just a horrible landlord. He's going to be a horrible person. He's not offering these things. I get that I didn't bring the money to the table, but like, why would you allow this person to build versus waiting for a better opportunity i think that jack pole might have been the first politician that i've ever gone at in my life uh back in college way back in the day um in the city of wyoming uh you know and i've i've definitely had some conversations about uh with some folks uh about the wyoming planning commission specifically and their views of uh kentwood um which weren't like publicly were very very awkward for me to hear um i will say that like so you have an individual individual guy that's a slumlord yeah that's fine but like in order to like in order to lend credibility to that statement when we're in a uh, multifamily housing shortage, like the only thing I need to know is like who can who are you okay with having build and where and what? Who and am so I for, okay with having build? Um, well, honestly, me, but no, because no, no, like if, if we for instance, if we went to every every major city, like every every municipality that was labeled a city in the state and we said 100 percent of your land area has to be by right for duplexes, triplexes, quadruplexes and apartments up to 35 feet with certain areas, you need to have apartments with either no height restriction or a height restriction much higher than 35, 80 feet, whatever. Like, and you say that's across the board, I can tell you that the first people in line to yell about it are going to be landlords of multiple single family homes. But the the reality of the, yeah, the reality, yeah, absolutely, in every municipality. But the reality of the impact is going to be the the apartments actually get built in a kind of spread out way, you know, and they kind of get mixed in with everything. Well, see, and, and it's weird, I guess, because like, and that's what separates me from those people is the fact that dude, I want you to build the newest and the best because you're going to get the highest price for the time being. And I'm right. going to be lower than you, right? And be, But my brain is literally just about the purchase. It's not about the whatever. And uh, so I, I guess I can, I can it's funny because I never look at things from, I'm so glad you said that because I never look at things from that aspect of things um, because my income is going to stay. Like I'm very confident and very, Liberals are not going to come at you with supply and demand. That's just not a their good person. argument. You know, <laughs> say, like, like do, you, do you catch them? Sorry, liberals are not going to come at you with a supply and demand argument instinctively. That's not no, their bread just, and butter. It's financial. That's all it is. Yeah, and so for me, for me, this is a supply and demand issue when it comes to the housing market. And sure. you know, just 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 build the houses next to the jobs, man. Just let the folks folks right. build it. And one of the miracle things about Grand Rapids is the multifamily housing and those Victor- old Victorians on Heritage Hill. I just, like holy crap! You get you pack eight, eight units in there. That's amazing. That's illegal in most cities. In yeah. most cities, <laughs> like, a, that's yeah. illegal, and not not because of fire codes or any real safety reasons, but because people just don't want. They think that renters are bad people. 
So, and you know, I, I'm sure it's difficult to find great renters, but once you find those great renters, how much do you value them? I've never once met a liberal that said it's hard to find a great renter. Like, dude, Joe, we could be more friends than you think we're going to be friends. Like, oh, I, that's because you're more liberal uh, than no, you want to respect. The fact I, I will say, this I think guy's the, talking. I will Holy think the, shit balls. I will, I will think that the threshold for greatness for us is going to be we're going to have a different disagreement about that about that level. So, <laughs> but um, no. So like, right, so I have an average. I have an average of about eight years turnover. I'll tell you that, right? So finding a great tenant, um, it's great to have it, and and I do a good job at at it, right? Yeah, I couldn't um, tell you off the top of my head somebody that's lived in a same home in a rental for eight years, like anywhere in the country. I couldn't tell you, right? And and but it's again, my prices are low. I offer a quality i offer a quality that's enough for what it needs um you know and and i fix things when they need to be fixed so um no and, that, and that's the that's the real one it doesn't happen ever anywhere in, in the gr areas you can't you can't reliably count on that that's pretty midwestern city thing it's tough tough to get those homes where they're going to show up and actually fix the thing at the the home right um so no and and all right so back to I don't. I don't remember if you answered what. What can the state or the government do? I didn't. Um, can you yeah. give me? Can I, can I have like ten seconds to grab another beer? I'm sorry. It's you absolutely can, okay. bro. No, we never allow beer on this thing. I'm gonna go grab a beer. Hey, there's one right there. Um, right. So I say, you know, I'm. I'm gonna go with with the fact that like we we are. It's funny because we're all different levels of liberal and things like that. And it's fun when you can. So this is the conversations I absolutely love to have. Right. I, I want to have a conversation where it's educated. It is so you're like more of the conservative side of liberal. I'm more of the bleeding heart. Liberal. Right. And, but we can have a conversation. We're not arguing. We're discussing. And we both come to a, hey, yeah, you're right. Hey, I'm right. By the way, oh, I actually enjoy. Ah, that. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm gonna say this right now. I got this because it reminds me of my peoples. What's that? Bears fans. Yeah, those people. Pagisha. Are you guys still technically primates? I'm just wondering. Um. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. They're not. I don't know. I, mean, if this I think is... they're technically primates, but. They have a different genus. They're not in the, uh, you know, homo side of things. They go more toward the cats. Well, I'm going to say this is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout, but it, it mm. reminds me of uh, my Persian people because of the fucking mm. name. Mm. This and... mac, maple mac fudge is the. It's clearly more delicious than the espresso, but I am way getting way fatter off this one. That, that's a fact. Do you get skinny off beer? No, 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 but like there's like two pounds of fat in this thing. I'm positive. It's just going to just probably right to my thighs. But it tastes delicious, right? Oh, yeah. This is one of the best beers I've ever had, man. So at the end of the day, that's all that matters. By the way, at some point, Joe, I'm going to take you out for beer because no, I think we would have a great time. They're going to do that. I, that's, I think that's right. I mean, so, even, if, even if the Bears are playing the Lions, I don't think that's a whatever. It's an okay thing because at the end of the day, we all hate the Packers. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I, I have some questions. Hates I, I have some questions here from uh, Ottawa Inclusive. Oh, let's let's hear these Ottawa Inclusive. The, uh, which is inclusive. is not to be confused with Ottawa Impact. Hey, I, I didn't come up with the name. I think it's a decent name. I just like the the acronym. I would have been like, you you prepared for that, guys. And mm -hmm. I don't know. 
So their first question was, uh, some supporters have suggested that the DEI department isn't needed because the board is more diversive than ever. What is your response? So, like, I, I mean, it, the, the board itself, yeah, like, so, like, one, like, the, the, the people that are making that argument are making a disingenuous argument about representation. These are folks that never cared about representation or fighting racism before. And it's as simple as knowing that the folks that really have fought against racism in Ottawa County have been doing it for decades together. And maybe we haven't been doing it, like, every minute, like, maybe not every single one of us has been doing it every minute of every day, but we know each other's faces and we hang out with each other and we, we see this and we know when we're doing the work. The folks that are making this argument are clearly not doing the work. And when you say this to them, they won't argue against that. They know they weren't there. They know they haven't been doing the work. They know what they're doing is treating the whole thing as some sort of um, cynical game. So that, that's the real. But the other side of this is, and this isn't reflexively... Uh, this isn't a reflexive move. Just like using an argument about supply and demand isn't reflexive for liberals, unless you've been active in a, an active debate setting or you're very, very active in certain certain aspects of academia, uh, you, you're not familiar with how to make an intersectional argument or, or how to examine the intersectionality of these types of claims. And so when they're like, oh, like they can't be, they can't be um, you know, anti-diversity, even though they delimited the diversity department because they put a black guy in charge of the county. Well, the guy they put in charge of the county is still a guy and he hates women, right? right. Black, black man, white man, this guy hates half of Ottawa County. That That's an issue. Yeah, right. and that, that's straight up. And they all, they all, um, whether or not it's out of self-loathing or other reasons, they hate people who like people of the same gender. And and so that's just thing that happens, you know, and um but joe you mentioned oh, quite quite a bit earlier right like about the asian population on 31 but like when when we talk so i want to talk about most diverse area i really would say holland because like you have the hispanics you have the asians you have the the african-americans you have the whites right like it and they all live all over that area like i know a few people that happen to live on like makatawa um it's like Kirk Cousins lives. He has a, he built a house on the other side, but like, I mean, they're I think even he's in Allegan that, County. Yeah, what's that? I think Kirk Cousins is in Allegan County. I don't want to be a jerk. Is he on that side? I think he is. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I thought like McIntyre was all Holland. Uh, so no, like the south side, like so Holland is Ottawa County. You're, you're correct. Holland is Ottawa County and Allegan County. It's split. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, so he's on the, I don't know. I, so, I just so. want to say, I do not like Kirk Cousins. <laughs> he just bought no, a golf I'm, course. No, no, no. He just bought a golf course. You know how much easier it would, you know how much easier it would be to like the Vikings or at least think they're okay if he didn't exist? Just like, I, I totally agree. I was a huge Spartan yeah. fan, though. So. Yeah, but fuck that guy. I don't know much about the guy, so I don't really care. It's funny. I say, the older I get, the more I'm getting out of sports. And as you can tell, because I'm talking trash about my own Lions. It just takes it and, takes one Super and, Bowl, man. It takes one Super Bowl. It took 108 years for my team to win a World Series. Well, I don't have that fucking long to live, okay, bud? I didn't either. I was born in 77. It only took me like 39 years. Yeah. Say, but what, you know, I say, I, um you're not 39 yet but i guess what i'm saying is like in that area okay so holland is the most diverse like you will find i worked at steel case right i 
don't think I worked with a single Asian. I went out to Kenko, which was working for Mead Johnson out in Holland. I worked with Asians. I worked with African-Americans and whites. I don't think I worked with too many Hispanics. Well, actually I did. I said I worked with Hispanics. Like that was, like, and you, just, you walk into a place and you have all of these different nationalities and races. And that's what Holland became was just so much of an inclusive thing where everybody just mingled, man. Nobody gave two shits what you did, right? Like, you know, we all drank a beer at the bar and you look down and you're just like, cool, a bunch of people drinking beer. Well, not Joe Moss. Right. And say, hey, well, again, I, I drink I, water. I, well, maybe he drinks water. I don't know. I think Saga Tuck's Allian. Yep. It is. No, Kirk, yeah. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, that golf course is Allian County. Like, I just, I just know that because, like, I, I saw that. And then the reason I know that is because M Live put out a, I, it's it's got to be Audrey Gamble. It had to be. I can go back and look. But MLI put out a story saying this this like about the golf course getting sold, and they're like, and the new owner is Kurt and whatever cousins. And I'm like, but you don't say who that is. And I looked, and it was and it was obviously, but they didn't say who it was. And I'm just like, well, the funny thing is, is so he bought the golf course, not the pro shop slash restaurant. Yep. So, aka, what? Yeah. So, AKA, hey, hang on. Yep, yep, yep. He bought the course, mm-hmm. but yeah. not the pro shop or the restaurant. He bought the land. Basically, the physical property of the course. Yep. What the hell kind of sense does that make? You buy the land so that way you don't have to sell it off to because okay, apparently developers will pay yeah. shit tons of money for it. So it's either it's a long term investment or a tax write off. You take your pick. That's but like, exactly it's, it. it's got to be a tax write off. You just like throw a million dollars into whatever you want it. Cool. Like, hey, you and your wife don't have to worry about whatever. We now own a shit ton of land that will, when you when you die, we'll just sell off the land and you won't his remember al- that it was a golf course. His alternative was that he had to pay taxes on making that money, so he might as yep. well put it in land. I- I'm going to say right now, he's a top 25, maybe a top 30 quarterback. No, everybody, just, didn't you just see the meme that says he's a Hall of Fame quarterback? <laughs> Hall of Fame, my ass. He's a top 25, maybe top 30 quarterback. Light him up. No, in the league right fucking now. He is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. I could think of 25 quarterbacks right now that I would rather have than Kurt fucking Cousins. He's not even the best living quarterback that's from there. That's from uh, Holland Christian. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any specific knowledge. Statistically, it's unlikely. I I wouldn't agree with Joe right now. Statistically, it's unlikely. I'm like, wait, who is this? I don't know. um, I'm uh, going on to another question. Go ahead, please. Please go. So many people don't understand why replacing the previous county slogan is a big deal. What do you think the message is? Well, I mean, like, it's a very, very simple thing. The the previous message was uh, where you belong. And it's saying you don't belong here. Like, and this is an inversion of a very old racist trope that's very, very well known to everybody in the country. And it's you ain't from here is you, right? Like it's it's an otherization of people. Now the question at that point becomes who does and doesn't belong? Because previously it was like there's no question. Now it's who does and doesn't belong. Now their argument is that freedom implies everybody. And uh, if you ask Sylvia, Sylvia Rohde, who is the biggest lackey of Joe, Joe Moss on on the uh, commission, when the rats flee the ship, she's going to be the one rat that decides to spin in a circle on it. But like she has said that pe- people felt like they didn't belong because of the a previous slogan where you belong it's literally the dumbest thing i've ever heard an elected official say and we've lived through years of marjorie taylor green i i i can't 
possibly possibly like put some sort of rational frame around what they're doing the only actual frame that i can put on it is they're trying to own the libs like that's the important thing to them and the, the other reason that kind of that kind of resonates as the justification is because if you look at john gibbs and the apology that he gave for the stupid misogynist stuff that he did in, in college was he's like look i was trying to own the libs well begs two questions why do you think that's an okay behavior for someone that's supposed to administer a county that's increasingly liberal and and two, like, how could you not find a way to own the libs without being a total misogynist ass? So, right. Uh, um, you know, yeah, I say, and you know what? I don't want to get off topic because, but I will. What but, is the topic? So, John Gibbs at that point, but like, okay. so right, like he apologized for the shit he said back in the day. But like, we talk about the guy who I absolutely can't stand. It's in the highest power, right? Um, our Supreme Court Justice, I love beer. I love beer. Mr. fucking Kavanaugh. Uh, like, right? Like, you come out and like, okay. Again, I, I don't know the guy personally, but like, I fucking hate him because of the things he says and the thing, I mean, the way he acts. You love beer. Right? No, fact, no, no, no. It's not no, me and Donkey Donk Dog and Gang Bang Greg no, going out and having a fucking good time. How many people have you sexually assaulted? You know, zero. Yeah, I mean, me too. You I've know, also like, assaulted zero Milwaukee's best, which is what I'm assuming he means when he's talking oh my about God, beer. Totally. Beer. So yeah, Me and my dad, like, we have a like calendar humanity. that showed every time we worked out. And I was like, what does it have to do? I'm going to say right now, that, that, keg stand. that motherfucker drinks an ant light. No, oh, no, no, no. That's <laughs> just saying. That's what he's fucking drinks. That ice. Say, oh, dude, it probably is natty ice. Natty ice. It's ice, it's ice, yeah. Oh, dude, I can see that. But like, right, like, and and so when you show up and, you, and you're talking about this, so like, okay, so it's funny because David and I had this talk years ago and he probably doesn't remember it in the sense, but like, your past is still your fucking past and it's also your present. You can apologize for what the fuck you did, but it doesn't change anything. It does. I'm, a, I'm a new person. No, you're a fucking person that realized that you fucked up, but you still fucked up and you did stupid shit, which means you have the potential to do that same stupid shit we've drank and said stupid shit i say stupid shit all the time all the fucking time what uh, not yet so previously <laughs> joe has spoken previously on the economic impact of diversity what is his opinion on this i mean so this is pretty simple like uh what types of chairs are you all sitting in uh i see there's like an actual couch uh up behind michael but like uh talking about uh, like mike. i mean mike has a couch nick and i have very green chairs that look like money hmm. you, oh, you is need... that why we got him green that's why i got him green because like money huh. and we do a financial podcast well, i'll turn to the side so people can see yeah. oh cool oh green cute little uh um, art deco type thing that's that's interesting um <laughs> they're, they're not comfortable for four hours that we've been going on they're not my my chair sucks it's bad i get like back aches i'm I'm kind of in the market for a new one but i i I do know that like um if you're a huge uh tech company in silicon valley the chairs that you're gonna get probably are gonna come from grand rapids or holland uh, west michigan i know that herman miller still case they they, like there's uh the hayworths are like uh like a a massage for your behind is a line from silicon valley the tv show right so so like you have these we 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 make some pretty fine ass office furniture in this region but like i don't know 
try getting a contract with a San Francisco firm while you're living in an area that's famous for hating gay people. I mean, just like try it, see what happens because news travels far. And when I say that this is going to be national news tomorrow, it probably is going to be national news tomorrow. Might take a couple days, but I know for a fact that there are big, big venues that are picking this up. And people in San Francisco don't know about it. People in San Francisco already know about it because this is like a local government thing, and I'm connected to the local government people over there. Um, and they kind of are kind of watching on the side from Twitter. Like well, I don't know, you were in Oakland County, not, not no, 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 no. I was in, I was in San, I was in Alameda County, uh, which is oh, where Oakland California, is. Oakland California. Is. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're, no, they're yeah. stupid. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've never, ever, ever, ever lived in Oakland County. I've only ever lived in Grand Rapids, Wyoming, and Holland in Michigan. Yeah, but you know, I don't know they, Oakland County. They <laughs> they texted and they said, "Oh my God, Joe lives in Oakland County, and he is not a Western Michigan person." Are they trying to say that I'm? I, like, they might be trying to say that I'm Jewish. She's like, well, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if I'm Jewish. If I don't, I'm not though. I'm just not. I mean, I, I am. But that's hang okay. on, you're not. I, Fuck you. I am. You are not. I am Jewish. The only person on this podcast, the four of us, that might qualify as Jewish is this asshole right here. No. No. What do you mean? No. Go on. Anyway, <laughs> now you're telling me my religion. My there you go. Entire father's side is Jewish. What are you? A person that celebrates holidays. Fuck you. You <laughs> you are not Jewish. Anyway, asshole. go on. I I look a bit like Jesus, so I can see that. I can see that. My grandma thought I was Jesus when she was on her deathbed. That's a I'm, I'm telling you right now. I want to. I have to hear this. For real. Yeah, that's a real thing that happened. Like Dude. grandma, grandma Spaulding. My grandma Martinez is still with us. My grandma Spaulding thought I was Jesus for a minute, but she wasn't like completely out of it. They're like, oh no, it's Joey. She's like, oh okay. But okay, so she wasn't like the happiest person to see Jesus. Oh, she was super happy that Jesus was coming for her. this. This lady was uh, Omega Catholic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's how I, that's how I know Grandpa would take the gun off Joe Moss's hip and shove it down his neck. You know, like, like, like yeah. So Grandpa would do. I right. I I watched the. video that it that uh joe, joe had the other day yes that you sent to me i did i sent it to you joe i watched your video and your two minutes of fame and uh he invoked jesus in that video yeah i, I oh. mentioned jesus he was brought up you yeah. did Which was, uh, i laughed my ass off right yeah. there joe moss's brother this guy's brother shows up at a meeting and he's speaking for Sylvia Rohde, the, the, the one, the last rat on the ship. And uh, he's just like, goes through this incoherent nonsense rant. And it's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of cocky. Thank you for showing us that you guys, like you guys showed us what fascism really is. Thank you for showing us like real tyranny. So we now know it exists. It was just like this really just like absolutely cheesed out nonsense. And then he loses himself in the whole thing. And at the end, he's just like, you know, and then this is all about the American experiment, which started at the beginning of time when it was created by Jesus. And you're just like, 
so that's the last thing <laughs> I talked about in my speech is like I'm trying to tell Sylvia Rohde that you had this guy speak for you. It happened to be Joe's uh, Joe's brother. And Joe's trying to cut me off because he doesn't understand Robert's rules of order or the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, which is fine. I can teach him that probably in court. But like, uh, you know, if he wants to learn before then, that's cool, too. Uh, but he doesn't know yet. And he demonstrated that when he tried to speak over me. And so finally, I'm just like directly to him. OK, your idiot brother came in here and said America was founded by Jesus at the beginning of time. So how old do you think the earth is? I, I really enjoyed that comment right there. And just to dial it back a minute, he didn't give a shit about anything you said. He ignored everything. And that's who the people are, right? They will only but, hear... Go ahead. No, but then he suddenly has a problem when I start addressing Sylvia Rohde. Well, of course he did, because he sat there complaining, and Joe goes, I'm reclaiming my time. That's all I would have done the entire time he tried to interrupt. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming <laughs> that one of my favorite videos on TikTok or Facebook is that lady that stands. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. Is that Katie Porter? I think, yeah. I think it might be. I love God, Fucking hilarious to me, right? And okay. Reclaiming my time. Yep. I'm reclaiming my time. And it just keeps going. And she talks and then I'm reclaiming my time. And I'm yep. and to me, I'm laughing my ass off because yep. I'm like, I wish I could talk like her because that is awesome. Right. Like you speak, you sneeze, you cough, you do anything, reclaiming my time. See a good day. And uh it to me it's 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 fantastic. No, I did. I, I go ahead, Joe. I mean, so there's, there's, there's two places and one of them isn't, isn't that intuitive that you can get that from. And I, and I'm sure that there's more than just that area, but I'm going to name it specifically. You have to practice um, speaking in public. So you're comfortable doing it, but then to understand the, the level of comfort that you have, and then just have the knowledge that like you're in the position that you are and where everybody else is and what your rights are. Um, it, you know, like just, just getting, getting a feel for those things, that level of confidence yeah. Um, I, I think you can find that in a lot of, and this is a kind of weird spot, but like professional video gamers is that like, and maybe it's professional athletes too, in general, sure. um, which maybe that's the only overlap between esports and actual sports is <laughs> that you, you have to have that level of confidence when you're playing, performing, or you will get beaten by somebody who does have that confidence. Cause maybe you both have the skill, but they believe in themselves. Or, or you just turn into Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> you I'm, might. I'm just here because my contract says I have to. <laughs> just here because my contract says I have to. I just to. don't want to be fine. And dude, he, I, I don't want to answer any questions. <laughs> my I'm just here because my contract says I have to. Eating Skittles. I think it's sponsored by Skittles, bro. Like, but anyway, so all I'm saying, all I'm saying is like, so I've I have okay. Now, education-wise, knowledge-wise probably not the best guy. If I got up there, every other word would be a curse word out of my mouth. Cause that's who I am as a person. That's how I speak. Um, one of my, have you ever got, have you guys ever watched, um, trailer park boys? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where we're at. So we're he saying. goes, he goes into court. He goes into court and he's like, if I can't say fucking shit, like I'm not even going to be able to defend myself. And, uh, but so, like, that's me, right? If I can't I, swear and I can't smoke, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> Yeah, say, um, and then the other part, confidence, right? Like, my confidence actually, it might be testosterone, but like, I'm, I, I'm a very confident person, 
and I'm a very decent speaker because I don't text. I don't write. I don't do it. Like <laughs> you, we know you do not text because when you text, it's fucking awful. David, David, David is so mad at me because he'll, he'll ask my opinion of things. And I'm like, yep, this, that's it. like it's point dry straight to the fucking point. But Nick, what do you think about this? Uh, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you ask me what I thought about it on microphone, that's why I do this because I can get my word out. I can get who I am. This is who I am as a person. There's a um, tech called talk to text where you can do it actually. I do talk to text, but then David goes, what the fuck did you say? Like the other day I read his text wrong. <laughs> what did you want? Last night? I go, what did you want last night? What did you eat? Me? He goes, McDonald's. No, no, he said, what did you need last night? And I read, what did you eat last night? No, he goes, McDonald's. McDonald's. No, like, what the fuck is he talking about? McDonald's. Hours later, I was like, I, 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 I did want to add bad, in, Joe mentioned needing a, a new uh, chair for his desk there. Yeah. Our previous guest at his auction starting tomorrow has a really nice looking ergonomic desk chair. If you're interested, go check out uh, Charlie's Treasures. Charlie's Treasures. Take a look. So anyway, Joe, um, all right. So I was on the because I'm on the wrong side of things. I don't know if auto impact, I would join the auto impact thing. And cause you're dumbass. Well, but like I would join the, just to see what they're talking about and do whatever. I don't think they have a Facebook thing, but anyway, so they're I'm on talking the, about stupid shit. I'm on the informed and inclusive aspect and people, a couple people talked about just the local economy. Right. And they're like, Hey, I have a couple people that are from out of town and they canceled my Airbnb because they're they're not comfortable coming here anymore so we talked about like the actual impact of globally or not really globally nationally um what do you think you i think honestly i think locally is going to be a heck of a lot quicker impacted because we talked about the lgbt we talked about the pride the pride event so i think that global or sorry nationally we're gonna have such a bigger impact financially quicker than we are nationally yeah, so well, like the, what I talked about was the immediate impact of just the news of what happened uh, yeah. at the business level for the people that are highly informed. The, the two things that drive our economy here are tourism and talent. The talent comes to new industry, right? We're talking about the manufacturing industry of the future. We're talking about battery type stuff, the stuff that Gretchen Whitmer, uh, like her, hater, whatever, she's been delivering some serious battery manufacturing level jobs. That's been like our hotbed is we want to be the physical manufacturing aspect of the tech future of, the, of this country, of the world, which I think that's, that's kind of cool. Um, and, you know, locally, that, that's been something that's been driving us. But like, that's like, in order for that to happen, uh, we need to pull folks in with engineering degrees, which means we need to be a welcoming fo- place for um, for a diverse set of folks from across the planet, really. Um, and especially, uh, you know, um, Asian and South Asians um, who are moving here to fill a lot of those roles. And they have been for years. So uh, when it comes to the talent, that's, that's the talent aspect. Um, and that's not just the contracts, which like, we never know why we lose a contract to a big business. So like, may, maybe, maybe we figure it out, maybe we don't, but we will know when the talent stops coming here because we're watching them come here in, in census data. And um, that's the, absolutely true. Like yeah. we, we see it. Okay. So West Michigan was known as one of the biggest hubs of healthcare. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, Grandpa's was was a club mile, right? One hundred percent. And so there's a there's a okay. So we had a problem with not getting enough doctors. So we actually reached out to different countries, 
and said, we want your best and your brightest of doctors. So that way they can be the best at what they do. And, and so we brought people in because they felt welcome. They felt things and they're, you know, we're going to give you, if you're the best and the brightest and what the heck you do, we're going to get you here. Right. Um, because we're American, we'll pay for anything we want. Um, but I mean, as you're saying, like engineers, I mean, we want to be, we have LG, which people don't realize how big LG actually is. Most people, if you ask them, hey, what does LG make? They're going to say a TV, maybe refrigerator, right? Like, <laughs> like, dude, the LG plant that we have in Holland is absolutely just beyond par, right? Like, we are we are the number one battery producer for LG and what they're doing. So, um, right. and that, 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 that su- entire supply chain is, chain is getting completely Americanized. We're, we're making lithium in Nevada and California. Yep. So like, you know, we're onshoring literally like as much as we offshored all of the automobile manufacturing, we're onshoring. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. No, please. Say. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I'm finding is, and okay. So things I, things I get jelly over, right. Is I'm actually a nerd in the fact that I love, so we were in a place called Holly and train, the train is literally steps away. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching trains and I'm looking at my kid and I was like, look straight through the little things. You're going to see cars going by that's iron ore. that's this. And then she's like, Oh, what's iron?" And I was like, look, you ever seen a barge? Remember we were in uh, Saga talk or sorry, not Saga talk. We were in uh, South Haven. And, like the big barge went through and she's like, yeah, big boat. And I was like, yep, cool. They dropped that off. And I'm like, teaching her these things because I'm like, I look at the bottom and then you go to the top, right? Like the bottom people are literally where it makes it happen. Like my uncle works in Nevada. He's a miner and he, he mines, he mines. And uh, so I'm sitting here going, I don't know this uncle, uh, David. Uh, he's my drunk uncle. It's great. That, that's a good name, but I don't know. Yeah. No, you haven't met him. Um, but like, right. Like, so I'm like, Hey, this is, this is what he literally mines. This, he puts it in this bucket. It goes on this into a truck and then goes onto a boat and they do it a thousand times and a thousand times turns into a hundred thousand and a hundred thousand then goes across the ocean and she's like no shit right like her brain is and i'm like when you think about like the small scale and then we look at just a product that comes onto the shelf i'm like that barbie isn't just plastic injection molded like there's so much more to it i walk my kid through way too many steps that she she doesn't give a crap (laughs) but then like her brain just starts going there's so much to this right like there is a thousand jobs to touch a Barbie, right? Like how they dress, how they do whatever, how they get in plastic injection mode, where plastic comes from, where the material to dress them comes from. And like, this is how I make my kid think because I want her to be smarter than me because I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> like you are dumb as shit. I am very much like, but I learned to listen. Right. And like listening is the, you have two ears, one mouth. And as much as I talk and you guys talk that, about it, that's for a reason. Yeah. Like, and, and so you listen twice as much as you talk, but I don't, I talk three times as much as i live you do i got feedback earlier going the guy with the beard never shuts up i i I kept my trap shut for for about four or five months while they were out doing their nonsense because i knew they were going to overplay their hand on the county levels too i mean like and they did not always easy yeah did you see what did you see this john gibbs shit happening coming so so I did not see John Gibbs specifically, but I knew they were going to put a syncophant in that specific position and they were going to oust the old person and it was going to cost us at least a half a million dollars. I didn't think it was going to cost us half a million dollars and they were going to put a rank misogynist in. Right. Like it wasn't going to be that obvious. Like that that's a, you know, and like what's the difference really, except for the own the libs value on that. So like, 
yeah, whatever. And I guess I, I just uh, just really, really briefly, the other the other aspect of our economy is is tourism. Um, yep. and, oh, and, huge. Yeah, and like when you're at a place where like we're increasingly welcome and everybody it's not just west michigan that's getting increasingly liberal like the country's getting increasingly liberal which sucks on, on socially on social which sucks on social issues like specifically like the 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 conservative liberal discussion on economics doesn't exist anymore in this country because of the magas um and the republicans inability to fight them off they just, there's no there's no fiscal conservatism discussion in politics in america today there isn't sorry so um david i mean your your mom's here stuff like that like i know you don't love your dad and his family aspect but like your best friend he lives not too far away yeah like my best friend lives in houston texas okay okay so i would assume he's very liberal it's funny yes very much so he's i would think so he's the head engineer for a company that i won't name out in new jersey okay okay makes i'll just let you know he makes products that fix things that break on your body right um his husband yes is a doctor okay looking for doctor things and i was like dude come to michigan nope you're michigan we can't be married it's not legal at the time right hey i won't do it because the people that i would get hired by don't believe in me and my husband being married stuff like that that's why they're huge. like the only reason my best friend doesn't live where he's from is because of the people that are this like when you're not feeling welcome you're not going to be here so like you're the, the choice, best though. and and okay so like grand i'm biased because like he's not the best and the brightest but he will eventually get there when his husband is old like every good doctor is that's why i go to old doctors and I, i'm okay with going to like granted besides the guys that hate themselves and like they've just done it forever but like i will always go to old doctors i i will always go to old barbers old doctors why because they know what the heck it is what's a barber exactly <laughs> um, so i do my shit see, i don't and i would i would agree Jones with you from a barber perspective say i would completely disagree from a doctor perspective because modern medicine is so tech right now that I wouldn't trust an old doctor. Yeah, I wouldn't even trust a young doctor. I just go straight to Google. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. That's not advocating. Well, no, I I'm just saying no. Holy crap! But the the old I doctor. Pr- I'm not down with the old doctor. No. <laughs> no. So like you have to be. No. The new doctor. You don't no. have to be. All right. So you don't. Okay. So honestly, go with the 50 year old doctor. Hang on a minute. The 50 year old doctor. So I I'm like 24. Nope. So that's yeah. I'm like 24. Yep. So it's like 21 years ago. Yep. And I take my daughter to a young or an old doctor. Yep. And he wants to do some kind of witch doctor bullshit on her. Oh, okay. And I went, yeah, we're not doing that because that's witch doctory and fuck that. Okay. The the medicine changes basically as changes like every five to ten years. If you don't have people who are up to date on like the most best most recent ways to like treat conditions here oh you've got a heart you know a heart problem we're gonna just we'll just give you you know stuff that we 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 gave you when i was you know a 25 year old you know intern well and so and i understand what you're, but again you have to you have to have the guy that cares still right so like He's not ready. To, he's not giving up. He's not just like milking out the money. 
because the guy who does it for the passion aspect of things. Yeah, yeah. You don't uh, want to go to a guy that wants you to take leeches on your skin that actually sells the leeches. I mean, right. come on. So, like, okay, so here, here's an honest truth. Here, yeah, here's the honest truth is I worked for Gentex Corporation. They actually had their own doctor. Okay. So I have six crushed nerves in my lower back, still have them, haven't. So I okay, I give him credit because he fixed whatever um cool. okay so i went to i went to my doctor who was a young doctor i actually so he was old enough to be my dad because i actually graduated with his daughter he i'm like hey man i i don't go to doctors right i'm a man's man when it comes to things i'm a man's man i don't do this thing and so he's like hey just lose some weight you'll be fine okay like dude i'm in tears when i do things like i get spasms in my back and he's like yep. so i go see the gentex doctor and he's like, look, I'm going to put you on Norco. I'm going to put you on this. I'm going to put you on this and this. Like, I was on four medications. One actually was probably all I needed just to help the spasms aspect of things. But like he's older and he, you know, he was just like, hey, I'm going to give you all the medications to fix you. You want to know the reason why he gave you four things to do to take? His entire job is to get you back to work. Right. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But the fact is he got me to work, which paid my bills at the time. Like where the young guy, but, you know, but that's, but the young guy yeah. didn't even look at me, didn't touch me. He just said, lose weight. And the problem is come to find out I have six crushed nerves in my lower back. I wouldn't have known that if I would have just tried to lose weight in this sense, because I still would have had the problems. I still would have had the spasms. I still yeah, would have had everything. would have still not gotten it from the doctor at. If he wouldn't have overprescribed, I get that. Yeah. But like, I'm smart enough to where, I mean, I, I took medicine and I was like, I don't like how I feel. This one supposedly does this. And all I did was take the one that's a muscle or muscle. Or it, it touched the nerves aspect. Methacarbamol, if anybody cares to know what the hell I took. Um, look it up. It it stops the nerve from having that type yeah. of a feeling aspect. So like I took the, I didn't take the rest of them. I honestly, I think I still have them at home because I don't throw them. I don't throw anything away. Uh, my, my wife might have. We just but, went through the entire medicine cabinet. And- yeah three quarters of the shit and there got thrown away right but like wow. so that's all, like all i'm saying is is you know you have to go find the guy that will listen to you when you say hey this because because i okay so the, the hard part is i'm raised by my grandfather the young doctor you got was is just in it because he's like oh i can make a lot of money as a doctor could, but it could be but like i was raised by my grandfather you know your grandfather when my you, grandfather yeah, your grandfather yours. you know mine i mean mine's a piece of shit he's like, dead fuck him when, when did like when did our grandparents ever go to the doctor oh i don't ever remember t- right like my grandfather is going to he goes to the doctor my grandfather goes to the doctor quite a bit now but like as a as as the man's man dude i as a kid couldn't so, tell you the time i have you, you, you know how to fix things Ramen noodle soup and fucking ginger ale. That's a Midwest thing. But like, I, I am right, yeah, yeah. right, like one died when my father was thirteen. Nope, his father. Yep, my dad's dad. Too my old. my grandfather was Antifa, and he died in his nineties. Nope. And then that's the other bad. asshole who was the grandfather that I lived with was a total piece of fucking shit. Mike knows him. He's a total piece of fucking shit. So. But all I'm saying is, is okay, so find the person that will listen to you because, because if you, okay, so here I am. Okay, this is, this is, God, this is way too much sharing. So I am going to the doctor tomorrow. Okay, so ever since we got off the cruise, which is three months ago. Yeah. 
I have had chest issues. Yeah. I've had a nasal issue. Yep. I'm congested. And every time I go see the doctor that I currently have, which my wife likes, which is fine. Every time he's like, just give it two weeks and it'll go away. Granted, it takes like a month and whatever. So I'm like, fuck it. So now right, I go a month and I get irritated. And I'm like, ah, give it two weeks it'll go away. Give it two weeks to go away. Give it two weeks. So I'm three months into this. And every time it hasn't it, gone it, away it, yet. And it comes back. Come, yeah. And so I'm getting these ear pressure things. I'm getting this nasal pressure. I'm going on vacation in three weeks. Like, yeah. I want this to go away so I can enjoy my vacation after my flight of head pressure. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to the doctor and I'm going to look at him and say, look, here's what I've tracked. I've eaten 48 tablets of sinus and sinus uh, pressure medicine. Like, and if he doesn't listen, and it doesn't do shit. I'm going to find a different doctor. But like, it's funny because if you go to the Gentex doctor and you're like, Hey man, I just need a steroid pack. And this is what I need. He wants you to get back to work. He wants but you the, to. Yeah. But the fact is, is like, I can't say I know what I'm doing, but like, so I've been sick long enough. Like I'm I, switch, this. I switched doctors. Yeah. Maybe three, four months ago. That's right. Yeah. You guys did. Yeah. Because I, you know, I tried to die last year and yep. one, oh, hang on. I tried to die summer 21 and Holy I decided shit, it's two years ago. It's damn near two years ago. Yes. Oh. And uh, I, I decided to switch doctors because my doctor was like, yeah, let's, let's just wait on this. Let's wait on that. <laughs> Nothing's a big deal. And I went, yeah, it's kind of a big fucking deal. I, mm -hmm. you know, I'm still not right. Everything doesn't feel the way it should feel. Sure. My brain's not working the way it should work. So give it time. Uh, yeah. And I'm not about that. So I went to my wife's doctor who is, he's kind of a little bit over the top, Yep. but I think that's what I need. So I, I sent a message a couple days ago and I went, Hey, uh, I think I need to be seen by Mary Freebed about traumatic brain injuries. And he goes, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's send you. Yeah. And I mean, I want to go because I have a history of concussions and then I was septic in 21 mm -hmm. and I, I kind of feel like my, my brain just kind of went into a different place. And if there's a way to fix that, I'd like to fix that. And there right. might not be. And but it'd be nice to know if there wasn't. It, it right. would be nice to know. So I, I'm kind of at that point where so, tell me where I'm at and where I might be able to get to. So, and but I guess to get back to the point is the fact that, right, like if you're keeping what could be the best and the brightest out of the area, out of the region, out of whatever, right? So my mom currently goes to Zealand, which is in Ottawa, right? Grand, yeah. We have the greatest hospitals in Grand Rapids. For some reason, she fucking drives to Zealand. Um, I love my mom, but... it's a good hospital i don't know if it's worth the drive right she, but it is to her um you know she she likes the doctors they give her what she needs and uh you know but i i will say is you know when, when you're keeping the best and the brightest like again we're not just talking about hospitals we're talking about engineers we're talking about being the best in the in the country for the things we need I mean, Tesla is one of the biggest out there. I would agree currently right now. Like if we got Tesla battery plant, like we'd just be absolutely huge. Like people, we, we'd live like the Silicon Valley, right? I mean, granted. You know how much they've lost lately. Yeah. But, and that's because 
he's just a dumbass. He is a fucking dumbass. Right. But I can't tell him how to run his company, so I don't really care. I mean, like, I can't I, tell I mean, him because he's a dumbass. Yeah, I don't think there's advice that you can give him that's going, yeah, it just doesn't work that way. Like, <laughs> like he's not a person that you can convince of things. That's, I think that's even, maybe that's what makes him a dumbass. It's just not someone you can convince of actual things. Right. And, and, and I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but if you put a, if you put a symbol in your family's name, then there's a problem, right? Like, I don't remember his kid's name. I don't mean oh, that thing. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean no, make no, fun you're, of make, you're you're making fun of him, not his kid. Right, like you know, and so it's just like you you have something loose in the, in the sense. Like honestly, I love Elon Musk because the fact that he wants to do solar powered shingles, and I and he wants, and the thing is, he wants longevity of everything. He's like, look, Tesla's going to last this long. Granted, it hasn't lasted as long as he says. He wants solar power, so that way it's gonna and he wants the shingles to last basically 100 years right like i i'm being the landlord aspect of things like you know i want to put those shingles on because but he's not a kind of guy that stands behind his word right so if they broke within two months of the snow like he wouldn't be like hey we'll replace them for free right um yeah they should last 100 years oh i actually met over only in texas well, I mean, actually, I met only over in Oklahoma. I mean, wait, I met over, you know, like, yeah. he's that kind of guy who will jump around, but he doesn't stand behind his word. Um, but I really think, like, the things that he comes up with, because we were all kids at once, and we thought about, hey, what can we invent? What can we get that makes us not have to work and do these types of things? So, really, like, that's what I respect about him is he's willing to put his money to try to find the next big thing, right? And, I mean, if the shingles work, how genius is he gonna look right like granted everybody's and okay so as much as people dog the fact of tesla and how it's going and doing whatever okay do you really think that ford gm chrysler and all those like america's number one foundation of ours is gonna let a new company just be the company no like now they're coming out with their own electric cars all right they're they're coming in they're undercutting they're doing this they did exactly what they're supposed to do like i welcome to america baby like you're gonna learn quick and he made all of his money in the beginning he should have sold out if you ask me and uh he you know I mean, he he's worth but, a lot less money now than he was at this time last year because of twitter like right. <laughs> say yeah um i mean we, like we're talking about burning money in a furnace like like it's hard for me at this point where i am specifically personally to care uh about him burning money in a furnace like that even though it's at the level from a human aspect if i'm like looking at like peter singer like he obviously like could have used that money to like pay for starving kids to eat like that's that's probably going to be upsetting but like you know looking at like the situation i'm dealing with here even at an acute level uh where where it's a far less it's a significantly less uh total amount of money uh where auto impacts build you know burning uh, hundreds of thousands if not a few million dollars in a furnace that pisses me off a significantly amount a lot more than elon musk burning you know tens of billions of dollars that were nominally his in a furnace i just don't just can't bring myself to uh you know before i did care at some level i'm like that's not great for humanity we could be using that money for human good and right. now i'm just like at least it's not taxpayer money which right. is pretty pretty fucking cynical on my end but like um, oh and by the way um, and I don't want to rain on your parade, man, but uh, of all the people in the world that I've ever heard or talked to, 
the person I know that is the biggest Elon Musk fanboy in the universe is Joseph fucking Moss. Oh, Jesus. Is it really? Oh, I, I kid. The guy loves it, man. Well, and like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I still love the guy, like, which is weird. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think Elon's a douche. But but think about it. Okay, if, if Grand Rapids gets the shingle manufactured, because, right, technically we are still producing asphalt we're still producing so if we can figure out how to be the battery for this i mean because because i see what lg has done like lg has grown so much you and and i don't know i don't remember but like i last i knew they're they're starting out at 1950 an hour just for basic labor of lg like okay so back in my day they're good for us and they're good for the community that's right for sure. back in back in my day dude to you if you can go on 17th and you could buy a house for six thousand it was the wealthy of Grand you know like yeah. back there like you could go i don't know if it's 14 16th whatever it is but i think i'm pretty sure it's 16th street like you could buy houses for less than 20k okay now go try to find a house in holland you're at a buck 20 right and i get that it's economy and it's aspects of things but like Habitat bought so Habitat for Humanity, which is a great company, does things. The only thing I give them negatives about is they don't vet the people that are actually buying. But um, you know, the amount of default rate is just absolutely huge. Which again, you look here in Byron. Yep, you're spending two eighty five for the cheapest place. So I'm looking at house in Byron Center, and I'm getting annoyed right now because I can't figure out how to comp it. How, how much? I I don't know. So no, it, what's it listed at? It's not. It's off market. Okay. But, but I'm telling you whereabouts? 76th Street here. 76th Street and what? 68 or 76th and division. Okay. So the problem is a little is cheaper there. It's pulling all the comps from the next school zone. Right. Which is only 140. I mean, that's not out of the realm. That's what I said, but I was like, it can't be true, right? Like it's Byron Center. So, but all I'm saying is is Right, like if this guy, okay, if, if okay, he can spot off because it's funny because everybody made fun of me, and I think that's what I see in Elon Musk. Is everybody made fun of me because I was like, hey, I want to introduce like when vapes came out, I was like, oh, I went and talked to the business thing, which I've given your wife the the thing for the business come. So I've made great relationships, but I wanted to make like wraps for for your yeah. vape pen. I wanted to do things. I wanted to make, and they're like, oh, actually, China is going to start doing this. Like, hey. And so, like, I've always, I've come up with so many millions of business ideas because that's who I am as a person. And then if one hits, man, it works, right? Like, real estate happened to hit for me, and it mm-hmm. does good. But, like, I love the fact that he keeps dreaming. And, like, that's why, like, for me, if, you, if, you're, if you're Jeff Bezos and you go up in a fucking rocket ship, I don't care. Like, you're reaching for the stars. You're literally reaching for the stars, and you're doing it at what used to be. The, the funny thing is, is your wife gets mad, and you guys get mad about, two billion but you know back then it was 500 million which is now the two billion dollars of today like i don't like if you can do it cheaper and you can get there and you can do this and you can figure out what it is like figure out and and the funny thing is is we all talk about generations and aerosol cans became a big thing isn't Um, there a better way to spend that money no not no no because you have so much more they can there's a better way to spend that money but we talked about bill gates he, he spends that oprah winfrey oprah and oprah and bill gates they fund what is it 39 countries worth of medical supplies mm-hmm. of third world countries like there's people that are doing that why why bash the people that are going in their direction they want to go so but I'll, I'll, 
I can't tell you how to spend your money. It's your goddamn money. <laughs> like, I mean, it is your I money. Mean, like, there's a better way to spend it. I, I can tell you that I respect somebody that tries to that spends tens of billions of dollars to end malaria, a little bit at least more than someone who spends tens of billions of dollars to own libs by buying Twitter. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm totally there with Joe right now. But but my favorite. I don't want to make, do, say anything radical. How can I say anything so controversially yet so brave? But you do, you do love the fact that he trolls just as much as you and I do. You know that. Oh, do I like the, No, 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 no. So, like, I don't, I don't care about the, 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 the amount. Like, it's shallow nonsense. This guy is like red pill, non, like, like full on, like, like he's like light QAnon addicted. Like, he's not like. Right. It's not well. The fact the fact that you move your whole entire company to Texas over California because you hate how their thing is like I think that's just stupid to say he, because he wants to charge people eight bucks. No, not just that he wants to charge people to pay for what he paid for fucking Twitter. So I will charge you fifty four dollars a share, and you can own a share of Twitter, which is. It's just like owning a share of the Packers, okay? Right. Oh, it's it's worthless. It means fucking nothing. <laughs> right. But you feel cool. So I own a share of the Packers, and it means fucking nothing. I own a share of Twitter, it means fucking nothing. But he recoups all the money he spent on a dying fucking media company. It's 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 a I, I think it's better than a Trump NFT though. 37. No, I I got a Trump NFT. Joe, I'm gonna send it to you. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's the greatest fucking thing ever. I I know we're getting off the topic. Thirty seven cents is how much my day, my, my, my day trade is up right now. Are you day trading again? <laughs> Don't worry about it. But anyway, I know you um, are. <laughs> so, what could you buy? Like literally, what oh, can, can you, you say it? Yeah, that's amazing. I that's my last name. Uh, so what's the uh? Well, first letter of my last name. What 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 is what, what can you buy for thirty seven cents? Like literally like what could you buy if you want to buy something for you can't buy a gumball for 37 like it's 50 cents now right oh it's quarter my my daughter buys a gumball every gymnastics for a quarter okay that's good but it's each, each, stock, each really stock is up 37 cents a piece each share oh, oh okay so you're, you're 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 in multiple shares that's good i i can buy a fractional share each, for 37 each, cents. each share is up 37 and so but i own exactly one dogecoin just so I, I get the notification. Oh my god! My I own way more than that. Really? Just so I get one, one on my app. Uh, just so I get the notification on my app to see if anything funny happens there. Because like, like that's gonna be like if something significantly funny happens across crypto, like that will indicate. Like it might not be the first, but it'll tell me. So I'll be able to see that before the uh, reports come out. Right. Um, Joe, any... I'm looking right now just to know how much Dogecoin I have. Well, it's gotta be like oh, you're. It's gotta be like at seven cents still, right? It's still at around seven. It's like, around seven, yeah. So you, dude, you could buy for thirty-seven cents. You could buy five shares of Dogecoin. That's what you could buy. All right. So you're welcome. Um, no, it's just uh, I. We talked about it on a, a, not this last episode, but the episode before about how I want to start getting back into day trading because you you can make a bunch of money if you do your own research. So um give say david ask ask a great question i love how you're like asking a great question while i'm trying to figure out how much dogecoin i own well, i think the great question is why is he so damn obsessed with yeah we figure Elon out how musk much... <laughs> especially mm. with these things he's like oh my god he has all these I'm like are they really his dreams or did somebody else no. help he him fucking like, uh... he fucking loves stupid people i'm i'm saying it right now 
Because I'm sure it wasn't his idea to come up with the solar jingle. Oh, not at all. And he's not talking about it right now at all, is he? Well, I mean, he left. Yeah. No, 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 Elon. Oh, Elon's not talking about shit because he's a moron. Yeah, I mean, like, no, nah, I think he's trying to keep a low profile and hopefully come back up a little bit for air and try to save Tesla because, like, that's his brand. Like, so, like, oh. and he's got to pass off Twitter too. How I'm much not... has Tesla dropped in the last six fucking months? Like, so you, yeah, I don't know. I and like sixty three percent. That's what it makes. That makes sense. That number makes sense. And yeah. like, you know, and what, like, you know, solid half that was just that it was overinflated. The fucking stock was overinflated, right? Like, it went over the pandemic. Everyone was bored, <clears> and it somehow it snowballed with some other stuff. It's fine. Well, like, how many other companies have come out and said now? Hey, we can make an electric car, uh-huh. and it's at least as good, if not better, than Tesla. And why would you want to stick your neck out and be all like popular and shit if you're Elon Musk at that point with Tesla? If you know, and if you're smart, you do know that your stock is overinflated, and yes, it, you it, do. it didn't take a, a, a smart person to do that. So why you stick your neck out? Because you're fucking stupid, right? So, at least he's he's other people moron. making electric <laughs> cars, they're all going to use the same like little like jack outlet uh chart unlike tesla that'll have its own little unique one well nick's back so like i know i just want i kind of don't want to be like i don't actually care from the bearer of bad news it's Go not just it. it's just not not just that joe moss loves elon musk and like it's a serious 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 man crush. love yeah yeah oh god but like when do you think joe moss got back on twitter like the date the day Musk bought it. Hell the fucking that, yeah, that's what yeah. it happened. Yeah, so. so like, <laughs> right, I I don't have a man crush that bad, but like I do have a. Man oh no, crush. we're talking about we're talking about Joe Moss. So right, so you're you're safe. Yeah, but like I do have a man crush for Elon Musk, but I don't have a no. Like I I'm not I'm not that big of a supporter. I just like the way his brain thinks because. So we go back to global or we go to local. Like if if Elon Musk put a Tesla plant here, okay, so Joe. What do you think about what we're going to go to financials? What do you think about uh, Amazon? Like, I mean, like the, com- what, the company. I I think that Mackenzie's um, a, a very very cute ex wife of uh, of Jeff Jeff Bezos. Right? Yeah. Like you and I both want her as an ex wife. That's for sure. Totally. No, 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 no. Like, I, well, it's a different situation for me than it would be for Jeff. Because financially, it would it'd be wonderful. Yeah, half a, he lost half a billion, and then if you divorced her, you'd have half a half a billion trillion. Who care? <laughs> like, oh, trillion. Yeah, excuse me. So five hundred billion she got, you would have two hundred fifty billion. Like, who cares? Like, just don't sign don't sign a prenup. But <laughs> say, um, there's a zero percent chance that that woman would ever marry me without a prenup or anyone else ever. No, I mean. By the way, I finally found it. Doge is up at eight cents. Even no way! She, I have eight cents. Even if she offered you, I lost a shit ton of money. By the way, like, I look at her like like I look at uh, um, you know the the Mega Millions, right? So like, if I can get her to convince that if every year I stay with her, she gives me one percent of her wealth, like I'm still pretty good. Um, so, so so like I just I gotta go like this and then. Right, I say there you go, <laughs> yeah. but you know, so like it was funny because I made jokes. I I'm that guy that admits it, 
I made jokes about how I wanted the queen to be my next. When her husband died, I was like, I'm going for the queen. She dropped dead. Right. Like, and I was like, I missed that fucking, I missed that one. Cause right. I could have been worth millions and billions. Cause the queen was worth a crap ton. She they, own a um, lot of, they own a lot of good land. Yeah. I say I own some land in Scotland. Um, do you really? I do. Am I going to go there? No, a friend of mine bought it for me. Um, anyway, so like getting back to local, right? I want to know what you think the impact over the next year. Okay, so John Gibbs is in for how long is he in for? Two years of like nominally, but like who knows what happens, you know? Right. But like, well, and so the problem is, is he's not going to be here for long because he's going to try to run for a bigger and better thing. Sure. Because that's who, like, he tried and get to get his it, ass and kicked he, like he just he did. He can hope, and then he'll fall back into his ranks. But well, you know, because Stabenow's not running again. Sucks. No, he, like, if that man runs Wait. for Senate, if no, no, he can't run for Senate. Like, there's nobody that'll let him do that, right? Like, like, there, he has people that care about him in his life that will stop him from doing that to himself. So you just said that sucks. Yeah. Do you like Stabenow? Better than the other options that we have. So you know who's going to run? Ooh. It's booted judge. Nah, he's not gonna run. You don't think so? No, no, absolutely. He's already said he's not going to. It's it's like like mo- like highest probability is Alyssa Slotkin. Uh, I would the, totally go for her too. Yeah, I mean she's like she's like the centrist of all centrists. Like she's former CIA, she's intelligence, knows military better than military. Like she is, she's like like senatorial. Like people are saying like garland gilcrest kind of still has his hat in the ring but pretty much everybody else everyone else currently is cleared out that doesn't mean there can't be some sort of more progressive candidate but right now it's looking like probably slotkin with maybe uh garland gilcrest see i love this because all i've heard is pete Buttigieg. yeah pete pulled his name out he says no i i trust him on this so and and joe joe corrects me right away like so i don't know my okay and slotkin barely won uh, she won significantly, uh, and like she was handedly, she was projected to barely win. Okay, she won. She won five. Okay, what I will say is, is okay. I if I if I had the perfect world, it'd be. Everybody would be thinking to where I think, but <laughs> you know, like I I don't want this. You mean people would be fiscally conservative socially and socially liberal. liberal right like okay. i i wish that would happen but like i don't want the house to be ran by you know one party i don't want everything to be ran by like single parties and um i don't i don't you know up top like whatever we talk and granted you called me out on the fact of mm-hmm. joe biden actually doing uh oh man what did i say trump did a crap ton of um the executive executive orders orders, right like but so i i just i want an equal thing to see where the hell it could actually be but like this fact that okay so okay here's my issue is if you don't do your job do you get paid no not for very long right but like so when you have people that constantly just ixnate everything and you're still getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this job you no longer should be able to do your job, right? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to fix things. I, I, I'm the first to tell you this, but like, if you walk in and, and everything for the first six months gets fucking denied, right? Nope, we're going to do a revote, right? We're voting again because things need to start having some change. Like things need, and 
I don't care if everything becomes a one-year fucking term. I'll still be the guy that goes to the polls every year, right? See, like, and I, I think in the greater scheme of things, you're way more Democrat probably than I am. Because I'm totally a leftist. But And the Democrats are kind of right of center. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you are. I think that if Michigan plays out right, like, and we end up in a place that reflects politically where the voters are. Yep. And I can tell you structurally the way that it would have to play out. And I'm not going to do that publicly because like this, it's not, it's a fragile situation. We end up, we end up where we have the democratic party being a center, center, center left, actually center, center left. And then a left party, maybe center, center, right. Like it's extraordinarily center. And then on the left, we have some sort of leftist splinter group. And those are the two options. Structurally, we have to have two political parties. We have to. Yeah. And like, Honestly, like the worst thing in the universe for it wouldn't be the worst thing in the universe if the the Republican Party was not one of those two and the two parties were to the left of that, like at that point, because all of the baggage, all of the baggage in the Republican Party currently, as we know it with the MAGAs is cultural. It's all Mm -hmm. social. And like if you could just genocide that conversation from American discourse, like one, like you would make Michiganders very, very happy. And for, the, for the same reason that, like, no, sorry, 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 Nick. Like, you you brought this up very early in this conversation. Like, the, no, hi, like, let's actually introduce ourselves before we start talking about politics and waving our dicks on, at that level, right? So Michiganders, if we can remove that aspect, that social aspect of the political, which is being driven almost entirely by the right at this point, yep. um, you know, we end up with these two political parties that are able to negotiate, like, how best like what level of taxes and then how best to spend them. Yep. And like when we're talking about those things, the rest of us can go fucking back to brunch and watch the Lions play, man. That's a dude like nailed it. Right. Because, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm about that. Like I am. And, and it's funny because the Rover sway was the biggest thing. And I'll be honest, right. I voted for Gretchen, which I'm not the biggest Gretchen fan. Like, but I will tell you, right, because I knew for a fact that this is what I wanted, right? Because to me, just like your buddy Mike, right, like a woman's body is a woman's choice in the sense of because I gave up my aspect of which buddy Mike, Mike, it would be me. No, Mike, no, it's it. Mikey's an idiot, right? He, exactly. So, Mike, so me, me versus Mike, Mikey has his opinion you against him, exactly. Right. So, yeah, so I looked at it and said, Hey, I'm fucking extending his. I don't get, like yeah. if I know one person that I beat. I don't care. I washed yours. Everybody else has to go do their job. I know one person and hope everybody else knows one person. I hope that we have one, one about it. But like the fact, like, and granted that other chick was again, goes up with John Gibbs. Like you mean I, toots. Was that who it was? Like, yeah. Toots was fucking only fans. I mean, she was cute and all, but you right, know, you know she was, you know, she was in softcore vampire porn, right? She was. Yes. I got yelled at by people that I said she was in that. Go on, everybody. Like, tell just, me just, the name. Statement of fact. I, 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 you, guys, you guys, you guys, just text me the movie, and I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm on, gonna look at it. He was on Skinamax. Yeah, but tell me the movie, yes. and I'll go watch it. Oh, it was a vampire movie. Don't text me right now. You can see this. I, like, I have no idea what the name of this movie. It's like but, it's a it's a really fringe weird thing. It's just like I, I don't know. Well, be but, that. If you want to know, you look up her name in Internet Movie Database because they keep all movies. But right. in 2020, but, she was also one of the ones saying that the election was all crazy. You know, robbed. And and, and and that's like so. If you're that far, if you're that far, like I'm, I'm out. Right, like. 
if you were and and but we talked about it like i guess if lauren bobert could be you know an ex you know prostitute or whatever and yeah I don't. I don't care how much you. I don't care how much you like, make. So wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. She hooked up with Matt Gates like within the last three weeks. That's a thing that happened, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> is yeah, okay. Like, for, for real, old for like, Matt Gates. Yeah. Too old. Shut the fuck up. Oh, oh, sorry. Too, it's, not a, it's not. I don't. I'm sorry. Some of us like, are into older women. Gates she, is into she, younger women. Yeah, oh. she's she's too old for him to carry across the state line. Apparently, oh, oh man, that's rough. Because isn't um, he one of those who would I, like not... to have the uh, the marriage age like abolished? And stuff yeah, like he would that. like that. Uh, oh yeah, he well, likes the younger. I'm out. But anyway, it's um, his choice, man. I didn't do this for him, man. He made the choices. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, but. All I know is if it's younger than my daughter, it's too fucking young for me. If she's 27 years old. I, I agree. If it's younger than your mom, like it's too young for me. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom's 70. What the fuck are you? You're welcome. To? Like, I'm not gonna lie. Um Selma Hayek, Jennifer Aniston, right? All these things. No, they're they're in their 50s, right? 50s. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with them too. But anyway, so all I'm saying is so but let's get back on the topic real quick. Is all right, so what do you sorry what do you think that locally is going to happen to the economy in ottawa county so i mean like honestly it's in the air right now like if we have a significant cultural pushback and we box these clowns in we realize that was a fluke we're going to be able to culturally contain it but like we're going to have to show a promise and deliver on the promise of ousting them like Mm -hmm. that has to that has to be palpable you know and i can tell you that like you know the community is on board with that that's where we want to be and that's across across the board so when you hear out of impact people complain about the media you know the my speech got replayed in a lot of places i'm I'm used to getting earned media i know how hard it is it hasn't been very hard for me to get my voice replayed in the media you know it happens when like joe moss shows up and he's like literally everybody everybody in the media sucks Oh, and then he just goes on Justin Barclay. Like, I, it's just not a great strategy. And all you have to do, and it's not hard, and it doesn't violate your morals, even if they're weird and creepy like his, to be nice to people. So, like, but he's not capable of doing that because, like, he's had his determination that certain people are um, always going to be his enemy. And the thing that blows my mind about this, you guys are around here, like, everybody wants to pretend that everything is cool with everybody all the time in West Michigan. That's the predominant atmosphere and attitude between people. And like, you know, if you want to, and you're Nick, if you want to fuck with people, if you want to troll people, that's the thing you play on generically in the area is that everybody wants everything to kind of just socially go smoothly. And uh, it doesn't have to. Right. Oh, you know, and you just you have a sense of that if you're cognizant of that sense and you can start getting more control of the situation. But like where they are, where Ottawa impact is like we have to like keep raising the raising the awareness of that. And my one saving grace in all of this is because we played things the way that we played them, because Joe Moss played things the way that he played them. The majority of the population in this area were introduced to Ottawa impact as an organization, as a group, as a concept in the last two weeks in the context of them being really 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 wasteful spenders who are also really bad people sure and and i hope that that continues and maintains and i hope they don't have something else up their sleeve too well i mean at the end of the day do you want to pay for all of this sign change do you would you would you even care like why is that a fight that no i say like it doesn't impact me right but like 
Uh, I mean, it, cost it, money. It, it will, it will in my property taxes, which I'll go fight and just tell them, Hey, we're in an economic crisis. And um, here's the proof that we're in a recession because two, two months in a row, we've, we've had lows. Um, granted, they didn't raise it. They didn't raise interest rates this quarter, but they will again. Um, and so I'll, I'll literally just, I'll fight my, because I'm the guy like, right. And that's a tip for everybody that's still watching hours into this is right. Like you can fight your property taxes. You have the ability, you have the right, you have all of that. You have to go in front of a board and they, they do it. Now, if you get enough people, guess what? Everybody's going to prove points to the fact that we're paying too much. So I'm not going to give my money to this aspect more than I have to. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the inclusive thing there, one lady posted out, we just need, we need funds. We need money. No, you don't. You need to get your shit together and figure out how you're going to do this before you just at, raise funds to, to figure out that, Hey, I'm just going to go tell people to F off. That's it never works it's not how it's going to work right you don't own the thing technically you're actually behind in this right like Um, it's not who has the most money i guess there's a fair warning to be had here is that someday we're going to have to have a serious conversation in the state about prophecy and about (laughs) about handing out handing out tax handouts to landlords not landlord but it is to landlords but to homeowners in general um at the expense of renters because that's that's the end impact of prophecy when it comes to property taxes. So we'll have to talk about that. And it's it's going to be a dividing line. I'd like that to happen in a universe where we're talking about Democrats and then some sort of progressive context. Because like if it's if it's the MAGA's in there, they're going to go full tilt NIMBY and it's going to look really, really, really bad. Um so um for all of us. But like when we when we look at prophecy and we look at the amount of savings that Michigan gives homeowners, um if the renters all knew and they knew how much it was costing them, they would literally riot. Like they would be in the streets. Like, like we get this, right? Like, like the amount of money that we save by like, like if you're a homeowner that's lived in your home for 30 years and you're paying 1970s taxes, I'm sorry. I still think it's 2000. You're paying early 1990s taxes on a home. Like, like, so you're living in this place and you're paying $150 a month at most to live there. Like, tell some renters that and see how they react. You know, like, that's like, we're going to have a conversation about Prop C here. So. Well, you know, in a, a good. I'm saying that as a homeowner, like you're looking at this place that I own and I'm locked in at my taxable value of purchase price and like turn of like the, the um, post collapse. So like 2014 is when I purchased. Well, you know, and I, I live in Byron Center. I bought in 2007. Mm-hmm. And we just had a thing a couple of years ago where the township fought affordable housing for renters because they were going to build it over off 64th Street and Byron Center Avenue. Yeah, 60, yeah. And they were all up in arms over, oh, my God, we can't allow those people to live here and at the end of the day i mean you know we look now, at some of the places i mean i i got a place down the road for me that is apartments and you know down 84th street is a trailer park everything and looking I, at the trailer park i mean we had somebody on our show talking about debt that lived in that trailer park yep trailer and they don't have a that- pot to piss in 
that's a tough one man the trailer parks are a tough one because like yeah that's a level of affordable housing that does exist in some places but you don't own that land and you can get royally royally screwed on the debt side of stuff on those things oh absolutely i mean trailers have become not affordable because you're looking at five six seven hundred dollars a month in lot rent in lot rent Compared yeah, and you're spending three, four, five hundred dollars a month in a payment on that trailer. That like, and that trailer's not gonna be worth shit when you're done paying with it. Paying for it. it like, it's not worth not, shit it, the minute you buy it. It's like a used car. I'm still technically correct. Oh yes. I mean I'll I'll give what, what, I, I hope you're not I'm, thinking we're coming at you on this. Like, no, like, no, no. Like, like, yeah. I just want to come from a side. Like, so, like, okay, I know people that have made money on trailers in, in a sense. Of, like, you're not going to make the same money that you would in a house. I absolutely agree. Lot rent will go up, can go up, does go up continuously. So let's let's talk about a real world situation. Yeah. I had a trailer. Yep. And we in, sold two trailers to get out of my fucking trailer. Mm-hmm. No way. Oh, yeah, totally. I bought a trailer for 20000 My mother had bought one like a year before I bought mine. And she probably bought it for eighteen. And hers was, you know, at least half of the way paid off. Okay. And we, we bought ours in 2003. We sold it in 2007. And it took both trailers to pay off my trailer. But if you look at it right now. Okay. So here's, here's the next, here's the, combat to that or find me a trailer that's less than twenty thousand currently like no matter how yeah you're not gonna find it currently exactly right so like you still gain the the inflation aspect of it okay but you're not gonna do the same sold it 15 years ago right but you sold it for less because that's what the market was calling for especially going into 08 i mean if i would have waited a year it would have been even less right if you waited five years you would have been fine yeah but but right like that's the thing i i needed to get out and get a house right and but and and that's so if you bought in 2010 when it was really low and you sold in 2013 you would have made money on the trailer it wouldn't have been as same as if i you bought a house and sold the house but like there so yes and and things aren't condos we talked about it right like your daughter has a condo. it's not gonna mm-hmm. it's not going to be the same as buying a house like yeah, she's not going to make the same amount of money instead of making 25 percent, she's going to make eight percent correct and i'm gonna but make 25 I, yeah i i mean i'm gonna make 120 percent on my condo at a minimum right like well and part of it depends on where you live she lives in a not desirable area i would agree i, 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 mean, I live in holland well, she lives in Wyoming. It's uh, Wyoming and Perry Parkway and Byron Center Avenue. Correct, right? Like, I mean, it's okay. 20, Twenty years ago, that or twenty years in the future, that might be Holland. And that might be considered. It might be considered Lakeshore real estate. So, like the longer you hold thing, and that's what I, and that's called an investment, right? Right, folks. Like you need to sell high and buy low. Granted, we had the high. We all lived through it. We all had the opportunity to sell everything we owned at the high. I didn't choose to sell a goddamn thing. You didn't choose to sell your house. You all had the opportunity to sell it. Now we're going to go through this low. We're going to go ride it for a while. And then I'm going to play the highs out and we'll see, right? Like I'm hoping that I'm smart enough when I'm old enough to be done with this, that I sell it a high, right? Well, and even looking at my kid's place, I mean, if she decides, Hey, I'm moving, 
if it's not gonna get what I want for it, you'll hold it. And, I'll hold it and rent it out. But that's the other thing. And like I told you, right when you bought it, I told you make sure you can rent that place out. Yep. Because you know, uh, it's not FOC. Jesus. Um, HOA. HOA. Oh, yeah. HOAs allow you to rent it, right? They do. Yeah. Um, well, depending on the HOA, but yeah. Right. So I, 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 I enforce my HOA's rules, and uh, my HOA fees are like one thirty a month. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Like this condo is amazing. I love this place. Well, my daughter's is like one eighty or something. It's right? a very. It's a. This is a very small uh, group. Like yeah. I think condos, like like especially small, medium sized condo organizations. Like, because everyone talks about HOAs, like those huge neighborhoods, like, and that can be an issue. But like, when you're talking about small, medium-sized condo organization, you're talking about uh, co-ops. These are uh, these are under-discussed models, um, and there's other under-discussed things in the housing. We're not talking about like, and like when we're talking about design, we're not talking about bungalow courts in the Midwest, yep. even though those are fucking awesome, man. Those are fucking cool ways to style little block areas of housing so if you're like i don't want like 15 story apartment buildings next to well fine build some bungalow courts like like let's like like make some more efficient use of the land area itself and then you can have some more homes um but like we, we don't think about these things because like ostensibly the conversation is that renters are bad or that landlords are bad and then it doesn't just get further than that and I, I think that, like, we have a real opportunity with the Democrats being in charge. And, like, at the time, there's a housing crisis because the Republicans weren't, like, coming up with novel, like, creative strategies towards any type of policy. And we're with the Democrats now um, where, like, nationally and then specifically only in Michigan, like, the real place, like, there's some discussion in, like, Traverse City area. But, like, in Ann Arbor, and I, I, I'm proud of the work that I did making sure this has been in this direction, but they're, like, taking a very, very pro-housing position where they're like, let's legalize some apartments, let's legalize some duplexes, let's get some developers in here that are actually going to build some homes and stick with them. And, like, at the municipal level, you got to admit that when you have this city government that's able to enforce code, like, and be a little bit of a jerk about it, like, at a city like Ann Arbor... Like you're not gonna get the slumlords that you're talking about that are coming in and building like absolute trash, like. So I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily building the trash. It's it's allowing it to become trash, right? I, so, no, 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 no. I've been to, I've fucking been to Lowell. I've been to Greenville. I've seen trash builds of like some multifamily apartments. So so, and, so that that can't happen. No, and, and and all right. So like you're on the outskirts, right? And but those are so and that's. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on like you can right. slumlord out the gate, man. Like, right. Like, <laughs> but I will say when you go out there, I mean, those are the outskirts areas. And that's where I tell people like David and I talk about this. And I was like, look, you have to drive 30 minutes into work because you live, you work in Grand Rapids, go live in Greenville, go live in Lowell, right? Go do these things because guess what? Your rent's going to be 650. Now, if you want to live in downtown Grand Rapids, two minutes from your coffee shop job, yes, you're going to pay 1500, but like, okay 30 minutes well what if you don't have money for the car what if you can't afford and that's where the whole work stuff comes in but you know my my point is, is there's always affordable thing to live in right like i have a friend who <laughs> literally works in a fry cart right there's he's a little a, fun here throw it he's a homeless <laughs> guy he's a homeless guy who has a has a one-bedroom apartment that he shares in what you were telling right like in in heritage hill area like these ladies rented him a room and it's you know 550 a month type of thing like he has he has a lock on his own room and he shares a he shares a kitchen with people and 
you know, I was like, hey, what do you, because like, I want to know what he feels and I want to know how he thinks. And he's like, look, it's, it's fine. It does the job. Like, I get it if you're a family aspect of things. Right. And, but like, there's, there is affordable housing, not enough of it, but like there's affordable housing. You have to go find it. Right. Like, and you know, I, I, and then we talk and, but then my problem comes is like when you're offering tax breaks for no taxes and I'm sitting here paying, you know, $13,000 in taxes for my small, my eight unit. And you're getting, you're, you're paying zero taxes on 150 units and you're bringing in more money than me you're because the government's allowing you to charge more money for the unit and i'm charging less like i shouldn't feel like the bad guy right like don't don't criticize me and so i do play things based off of my uh, opinions emotions and feelings but i will say is like right like when 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 the talks of like hey we need to stop allowing people to raise rents and stuff like that no like we need to we need to understand that there's still you need to have it as a fair schedule across the board right when i bought i I had a duplex where the guy had it for 250 dollars a month for a unit right he owned it for years and years and years that's that's not fair to the tenant it's not like you know i mean he's barely he's covering his taxes he's covering he's making 100 bucks right like but you understand that like when he goes to sell because he's going to or pass it on to his kids and whenever that happens a tax rate comes in you have to get enough to pay that bill like it's just kind of how it happens right like so unless you're going to go back to the government and say hey you can't charge me more because my dad passed away and now i own the place like you have to you have to understand that that's that's not fair to the guy to keep the rent of that price right and you're only gonna let me raise it 10 percent. so now i'm at you know 275 I, I still can't pay my bills. Oh, oh sir, sir, you're not gonna like you're not gonna like the housing policies that I think should get end up should end up getting passed at the state level. I can say that much. I probably not. I mean, yeah, that's good. Like, like in the margins in specific areas, at least, like we need to have some severe rent control. Like that has to like happen in order to stop certain things. Now, you know, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be the person that's gonna be the thorn on your side that's gonna tell you that like it needs to be like across the board, no matter what, it needs to be like absolutely locked in at less than one percent a year annually raised because like i know for a fact that like you know rent control it helps a certain segment of the um housing burden but it doesn't doesn't help everybody and it certainly isn't a solution towards helping people obtain ownership like that's not where it is but like there's a multi-pronged approach and part of that is like coming to a realization as a community that when people become homeless it's generally in a family situation it's generally because of like a medical incident or a car incident or like a job loss incident and like so the like you see places where the homeless like like it looks like it suddenly explodes out of nowhere but what really happened was there was a housing scarcity issue and then literally anybody that was on the fence at that point got knocked off the fence into oblivion, but it wasn't them. It was them and their six family members. So suddenly you have this happen and replicating a few hundred times, a few thousand times across the municipality really rapidly because the the housing situation, you know, like the scarcity bumps up the price, the average price of housing just a little bit. So literally at that point, anybody that gets in a car crash that's at that level is completely fucked and homeless. And like, so that's why you see these statistics kind of come out of nowhere at that level. Um, we need to be able to combat like everything. We need to combat at the margins. We need to make it easier for people to own homes. Um, and I got to tell you, 
here's the bottom line. Housing can be affordable. It can be a good investment. It can't be both. That's exactly it, right? It can, right. It can be affordable. It can be a good investment. It can't be both. That, that well, is, like no truer words have been said on this episode. Right? Like part of the uh, problem with you, 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 you know, he should not. No, Nick should not get fucked because of that. Like right. we need to fix it. Like, cause it's not balanced, but he shouldn't be royally fucked because of it. Sorry, go ahead, David. Well, and part of the problem with Nick is he has said for the going on three years that we have done this. Yeah. Oh, I have such a hard time. I should raise rents $25. And in the greater scheme of things, $25 is now 3%. No, it's nothing. I mean, it's, it's literally him sitting there going, just got to raise it a little bit but he won't do it and he has said before i'm a shitty businessman because i won't do the literal bottom of the line of what i should do going hey you've been here for three years i'm raising your rent 25 dollars it's like i did it right but like then there's the parts i mean it's like it feels bad but like you know when i look at it and again when i talk about thirteen thousand dollars in taxes i'm not lying about that aspect i, I think it honestly it was twelve thousand nine no i believe it that's right twelve thousand nine hundred eighty eight dollars and something i've told bosses like, to fuck off and walk on jobs where i don't get a col you know like that's yeah. a real thing you like yeah. and 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 so right like i and it's funny because i never give i never have to give my tenants a reason but like I look at them and just say, look, my taxes went from $9,000 last year to $13,000 this year. And they're like, that, that's not possible. And I was like, all right, sure. So it was over two years and I didn't raise your rent last year, but I have to raise it this year because I have to, right? Because I, I officially am losing money because I have a mortgage on this. I have this and this is how I'm. And, and if you want to walk through my entire notebook, you'll see that I'm losing money by you living here. And then the government fucked me last year and the fact that they allowed consumers energy and dte like our our um energy 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 providers to raise their prices so you know if if people ask me it's funny because i will lay out my my bills for them and uh i just paid i just paid 1198 dollars for my gas bill Mm -hmm. okay last year at this exact time during the the blizzard aspect of last year my top bill was maybe a thousand like it's round do you have to cover i could could bill it back but it's just it'd take so much more work and energy um but right like there's there's these things where the everything's going up okay so like okay last year last year my my trash was 98 dollars for every week right i'm at 120 bucks right like my electric bill was 56 dollars. i'm now at 82 bucks like and I only cover the common areas of that aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like now, if you look at it, right? I just I just listed four hundred dollars a month. Where the fuck do I come up with that money? Like yeah. I I when I bought the building, I was losing two dollars a month. Now I didn't raise rent for the year, times of COVID. I raised them twenty five bucks over eight units. That's two hundred bucks a month. I'm losing two hundred two bucks. Like yeah. So now like I have to get in there and do this because. If not, guess what? I'm not going to be the affordable guy. And some asshole that's got a bunch of money is going to come in and they're going to go, hey, you're paying $750, $800, whatever. You, well, you're now at $1,200. Like, I'm making money until until it gets to that point. But, like, I I don't do things to be that. Like, I'm not sure. Would I, I, I try to make 100 bucks a door in the sense of things, right? So, like, 
that's what I want to do because I know that I have a roof coming up in 20 years, right? Like I, yeah. I, you know, like I want to sell things. Happen. Roofs happen. Right. Like I, you know, I have things that are going to come up and, and um, you know, and it's, it's just, that's, that's how I think, right? Like I think long-term wealth, long-term business practices. So, um, no, but, like, you know, like we're, the, the we're, Arab- you, you and I are thinking in different different levels too, because like you're thinking about like your personal finance situation. Like when I think about <laughs> housing, like I I am in a comfortable situation where my uncle helped me get a land contract in my condo, so my personal housing situation is 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 fairly settled. But like I'm thinking from a policy standpoint, and like I'm having specific conversations and uh, that are there that are political in political context. And they're designed to make sure things get easier for certain aspects of the population. They're they're not. It's not a, a personal investment situation. So the fact that sure. you're sitting here and you're struggling and you're actually thinking about it is like millions of miles ahead of most people that are that are doing that. And it's not just being a landlord. You got to think about it. like like I think that we have an obligation as individuals um, if we're trying to participate in the economy at a level where we're pulling money off of it, where we start realizing whether or not the actions that we're taking at that level are moral. And I think it's a higher obligation than just, you know, say living um, because we're dealing with the livelihoods of individuals around us. Uh, the fact that you're, you're here struggling is, is, is a, is a testimony to what you're saying. You're not here giving us a blanket argument, trying to defend everything you're doing. You're trying to figure out the, the, the context and morality of your own actions, right. like in a conversation, it's completely different. Like that's like, honest human like actual work the biggest problem i think with the magas is that like these mega fucks are lazy they're mm-hmm. morally and intellectually lazy and they don't want to think the nuance the consequences of the shit that they're going through so maybe you find some sort of new way to become a better more moral landlord maybe you don't maybe you find a better investment that you're able to do that doesn't give you the headaches i don't know but the fact that you're sitting here struggling and making sure that you're not screwing people over in my opinion is a good thing right and and i I mean, I get that. It just doesn't fix things, but you know, like <laughs> say, um, you know, but like things I will say is, um, so that's like that's why whenever they talk about, you know, rent, rent, um, and you know, uh, capping, capping rent increases and stuff like that. Like that's why I fight for it because, like, I know I need it in a sense, right? Um, well, I mean, I I promise that, like, if you're you don't have to be brilliant, but like you figure out like if there's a law like that, you can figure out in the position that you currently are in a way to put yourself in a position better than your competition. Like, oh, 100%. Like, uh, and I, I fully agree with you. Um, you know, and you know, my, my other, my other point to that is, um, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot more people like me that people don't realize the problem is, is they have what's called a property manager, mm-hmm. right? So property managers, like, again, you, you are, your own you, shit. well, you are the person to make that person the most money, right? You, you want to make the tenant happy and you want to make the owner happy. And the only way to do that is right. Like you have to be here. And so, um, you know, I, I, I wish everybody took control of their own fucking business and didn't hire out people to be able to do it. But, um, get where they're coming from right well again you're you're not the best businessman i mean right in in theory i mean same here yeah i mean we care yep so we do things that are not in the best business sense yep i mean um so the so now airbnbs 
I know are, are a big thing that's coming up. It's actually it's changed people's lives for <clears throat> way better. Um, do you think that, I mean, just one person is going to lose out on people coming to Holland, Joe, because of what's going on right now? Not just be one person. Like people are making money on Airbnb as an individual individual platform. There's like some discussions going on there. Like they're gonna get like if if you've decided that Airbnb is your bread and butter and that's your livelihood, like you're gonna get screwed if you're in the area, and that's the fact. Um, just like my my question is, a lot of the township board uh, in Holland Township and a lot of the area around here has been flooded by suburban inns. Now we're not talking about Airbnb. We're talking about old fashioned hotels. Yep. Like so, like what are the hotels? Like what are they going to fucking do? Because they have been backing these other assholes. You know, they're up in Bill Heisinger's camp. They're up in Nancy DeBoer's camp. Like, so, like, at the end of the day, I think that, like, the most interesting play that the Democrats and the left and the centrists that care about not burning tax dollars in a furnace should push is let's see what Nancy DeBoer does when she's forced to comment on the issue. Because we're talking about a lady who openly campaigned at Lighthouse Baptist Church where that same, that, that asshole's there, you know, all this. And yep. also tried to distance herself from the campaign from Ottawa Impact. And my sus suspicion is that Betsy DeVos doesn't like Ottawa Impact because Betsy DeVos was establishment Ottawa County Republican and she had attachments to the previous board. It was fine. Like things functioned fine statewide for the Republican Party. And then Joe Moss shows up. And again, my gut says that like, we don't have to drive a wedge, that there's an existing wedge between his type of weird baptism, dominionism, and CRC, even though people, some people like anti-DeVos people who know her very well, view her as some sort of Christian dominionist who wants Christian Christianity to take over government. I do not view the DeVoses like that. I think they are business people who think religion is a convenient tool to help them maintain control of government. I think it's completely different and I could be wrong, but the way we figure out whether or not I'm right or wrong and what the best path forward for all that is put pressure on Nancy DeBoer in the 86th State House District and get her on record commenting about Ottawa Impact because her position is probably going to come from Jim DeBoer because he always like does her messaging. And then he's going to get it from his buddies who are buddies with uh, Betsy DeVos, uh, buddies with the establishment Republicans, or there's going to be some Ottawa Impact shit thrown in. But either way, we're going to learn a whole heck of a lot once we force that response. So right. the whole key, the whole key is pushing pressure on pressure on Betsy um, and seeing what happens. Not Betsy, I'm sorry, Nancy, and seeing what happens. It's really, really hard, and I'm not the only person. I don't feel bad about confusing Betsy DeVos and Nancy DeBoer. Not even <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, no. And, it's know, like I, it's like bedtime soon, right? It, it, oh, it is. Yeah. Um, I say as always I mean, it's it's almost 11 o'clock so you know as always like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family uh we've had a great conversation joe i hope to have you back on joel i love talking to you and at some point i'm gonna get over towards you and i'm gonna buy you a beer that's I'm, uh give me one at the curra seems good i'm gonna have you buy me a beer at the curra um <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, talk about your beers there nick we've had many of them uh, all right, so I had a spoony love, <laughs> salty spoony love from up above, salted caramel stout, and then uh, Milwaukee the white chocolate milk stout, which you enjoyed. I did; it was good. Belgian quad, and I had a fish fry rye um, with caraway seed, which was it took me longer to drink that. That farthest one over there too. 
all the way. There you go. Oh, and then I tried because uh, I had that the, the lemona lemonita love um, with lemon and lactose. Uh, that was, it was my untitled art. Kind of fun. Ice cream waffle pastry stout was fucking delicious, but even better was the Dewclaw pastryarchy from mike there the irish cream dessert (laughs) it was very good yeah and then i had padisha the bourbon barrel aged imperial stout which i still think is something my people made i'm gonna go with that nick Uh, how did you like that tarp dandia from the first episode i don't think you ever really mentioned that no so actually so it wasn't as tart as i thought it was gonna be it was kind of how i thought too when i drank it um, you know, I look guys, guys, this is really important. I'm so sorry. Please go ahead. Is an ale a stout? An ale a stout? No, no, is a stout an ale? Is a stout an ale? No, no. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, keep going. I got, I got something for you in a minute. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, <clears throat> no, I mean, it can be right. So, I guess in theory, I know of a, like, like, I know like, so let, let's 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 cut to the chase. Okay, I've been drinking KBS. This is the yes. uh, this is the maple Mackinac fun fudge. It's great. It's delicious. It's very sweet. It says a flavored stout on this motherfucker. And, and let's be honest, like KBS stands for Kentucky, Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Stout, yes. stout. So yes, great. It's great. They are ales. Porters and stouts are ales. Okay, thank the God. The only difference between an ale and a lager is how they're like. Basically, is it a top fermenting yeast or a bottom fermenting yeast? Right. Thank we, God. We, so, so we know the difference. Okay, good. Because that makes sense. We just sense. have to default to Santa Claus here. Let's see, and we have to bring back uh, the guy. Well, I watched, we... I had to confirm it because I thought it was right, but it was something I'd watched on. Nice. Page. Are you going to say bring back the uh, beer trivia guy? Beer trivia. Fuck him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Brewed with chocolate. She's, 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 look, look under this. Yeah. Espresso yeah. ale brewed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's ale brewed. Yeah. So, like, right again, as Mike said, this says Imperial Stout. This says ale. And they're both KBS, so I'm just like kind of curious about this. Yeah. I, I know I sound extraordinarily drunk when I'm saying this, but yeah, like, like literally one of these says ale, the other says So, um, it's just a matter of how it's brewed, and yeah. so this is an ale, but how it's bottled at all. Um, but no, I say honestly, gosh, this episode went way too fast. It um, always goes fast when we're having fun. Yeah, let's say I, I these were 2020. These were from 2020. It's important. Like, yeah. If if you want, yeah. I got some that's I got a some, nice aged beer right there. I got some 2015s, nice 14s sitting in my basement. If you, you want to come you do have some some, some have, nice aged beer at your place. That's when they actually started mass like not mass producing, but producing yeah. them in more mass is 2014. Yeah, if, if so you, I'm not gonna say this, but <laughs> I, I coached with somebody on this podcast in 2015. <laughs> And they had ordered KBS, and they were at a, uh, we're going to say, conference. I was at a conference. With yeah. uh, Jenny Finch. Yep. And realized while they were at that conference that they were supposed to pick up their KBS. So they sent the, they sent founders a message and said, can I please send my wife to pick up my beer? Yeah. Because I forgot about it. Yep. I said, I said, I'm with a bunch of youth kids doing some stuff, and I was like, "Here's my ticket." And yeah, yeah, that was a that was a fun little. That was a good time. And they're like, "Yeah, dude, nobody makes up a story like that." That was like cool. (laughs) So yeah, that was a that was a moment of my life. 
Good job getting your beer. Um, you know, good job to your wife there. That seems good. Yeah. Good. MVP of my life, I'm telling you. Like uh, she really saves your ass all the time. All the time. She sent me a message earlier and she goes, You guys aren't drunk, are you? And no. I went, No. Not yet. Oh. oh guys, it's been fun. Like I've I've got to get to bed. Like I, I'm yeah. sure I'm I'm gonna have like my phone blown up blown up tomorrow morning. It just happens. So, sure are. so yeah. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. We will uh we'll be back next week, even though yeah. I don't know if that's next week for anybody listening to this. It is. So I, I gotta say way. one thing. I gotta say one thing real quick. Yeah, go like, for it. Like people might show up to try to mine this for like shit, like like Oppo stuff. Like yeah. just like just like go fuck yourself. <laughs> just saying for a friend. I feel that way too. I hope they saw the whole thing. Fuck uh, you, maggots. I'm just saying that right fucking uh, now. Um <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll be back uh, next week. And I, I guess I got nothing else. Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews.